sit back and relax while you listen to Train Kickers Podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we take you all around the world in miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to go through the last four Trader Legios from the Trader book for Adeptus Titanicus. In particular, we're going to go through Lanascara, Kulisatai, Demisium, and Tritonis. Now, just like last time, I want to mention this at the beginning rather than at the end, just in case you don't quite make it to the end if you find your favorite Legio to listen to. Um, if you're listening to this on any podcast or whatever you use, um, reviews, everything like that really helps us out. If you're watching this or listening to this on YouTube, likes and subscribe really help us not only to get better notice, but to be able to help grow the channel in the ways that we like. And now, on to the show. All right, and how are we doing this uh, fine evening here, gentlemen? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, came back from a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful event um, run by Sean, who was in the podcast uh, last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, no, it was it was absolutely amazing. I had so much fun. Um, for the first time ever, um, one of the rel- I I always took a relic since oh god, I think the book came out two or three years ago. Um, and there was always a 30 point relic that I always took because it just looked, it sounded custodian and it looked cool. Okay. And I always took it. It doesn't do fucking anything 99% of the time. Basically, for those listening at home, it allows custodians to, de- to deny, which you normally can't do on a leadership, which is like the old psychic could. And then if you're facing uh, demons or demons of the ruin store, it reduces them to weapon skill one. So they basically can't hit you. Um, and this was no a 30K event, yes? Yeah, yeah, 30K okay. event. Um, but it's funny because that day, not only did I play against demons, um, which I tied that game because the corn demons get victory points for anyone who dies in close combat, you or him, Nice. which super fluffy. I love that. Yeah. I, I'd kill him. He gets a point. He kills me. He gets a point. Um, so yeah, that was kind of cool. And then I played another game against thunder warriors, which was really fluffy because custodians versus thunder warriors. And then I played against word bearers. And one of the biggest thing word bearers have is like Galvorback. Yeah, which are demonic um, space marines. They hit at strength ten with their power. They're very scary. Uh, and I realized that oh my god, they're demons. So all their scary tricks. They hit me on weapon skill ones. They hit me on sixes or fives, but the shields reduce it to six. So okay. it was just it was it was funny that it finally after years of me paying the thirty points for no reason, it finally came into fruition. Now is that just because you happen to never face the oh. armies where that mattered? Uh, yeah, so I always, so I always took it. First, of all, I always took it as a as a just in case, right. um, because custodians don't have a way to deny, and sisters don't deny in that game either. Ever, so let me rephrase: in thirty k, everyone can deny. What happens is you roll, um, uh, you get allowed a certain it's amount of dice. Fantasy. It's old fantasy. Basically, you, and you roll you deny over your psychic charge, which yeah. is like the winds of magic. So you let's so many say you dice, get you then allocate to attempt spells mm-hmm. each. Yeah. Five up is a success. Well, six or is up, four? Six up, six four, up. But four up to cast, and then six up to deny. Yes. Okay. There's a few ways to get bonuses, like adamantium will, having your own psychers. But generally, what happens is you sit there, read for the one spell you don't like the sound of in the name, and just throw all your dice in and hopefully get a bunch of sixes. So this gives them one deny on a leadership, and their leadership ten. So it's like it's it's a good deny essentially. That's um, um, icon of the blazing sun. Yeah. Yeah, icon of the blazing sun. But the re- but like the demon thing never came into fruition, or because I, I mean, Steve, we're talking about there's really no demons in 30k. Uh, there's demons of the Ruin Storm, obviously. That's that whole army's demon. But like actual demon models, there's Galvorback, 
the the corrupted contemptor, and then we figured out summon demons also technically count as demons. Um, and psychers when they fail a psychic when they have yeah, a yeah, the war, it's very rare. And roll a six on the table for a turn they count as a demon as they're infused with warp energy, <laughs> and they get all kinds of silly buffs. But it was hilariously funny that I literally got into a game. Two of that them. it worked. Two of them that it worked. Although the, the one game I tied because Cord, but that one game the Galvorback just didn't hit me, and I was like, oh my god, because they insta kill custodians too. They literally just insta kill me because they double out my toughness. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is great. But no, it was a fun game. It, the the boards were beautiful. The armies were beautiful. I posted some up on my Instagram. Um, but yeah, no, Cuban it's just painting minis for those wondering. Yeah, no. It, oh yeah, Cuban underscore painting underscore minis. I don't think I've ever shilled my Instagram. Funny enough, don't worry, um, I shilled for you. Yeah, no, you have before. We, we've we actually oh, no, put okay. it in show notes at one point. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah. Um, well, I did because you don't do any yeah, of the, no, the work around here. Yeah, no, I put some freaking beautiful pictures. The armies were great, um, and and both my loner armies. I know I talked about this last time. Both my loner armies were used too. Was the demon army you faced your loner back. army? Yeah, yes. I did. Okay. Dan was playing with in the first round, and we all laughed at him for it. So I didn't mind it because the guy was actually a new player. So I was actually learning de- my own army with him. And you um, built a counter in uh, for the army no, that no, you no, wanted no, to play. No. In his own army, army yes. yes the, the, the you know, the last this. two days, I've been trying to figure out how Dan bribed Sean. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't see any cash change hands. And I finally just clicked, like, when we were talking just now. The bribe was, Sean runs a great event. I had a great time. Well, no wonder he got all his favorable matchups. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, so it was, it was, long story short, it was a very good, I, I loved playing. The demons rocked, but the, the, the blood demons were really cool to see being played. Um, yeah, no, it was just, overall, just cool event. Just amazing, amazing event. Yeah, there were some, like Dan said, there were some beautiful armies at that event. Um, I have, give me two seconds, I'm going to look up a list of all the armies. Yeah, while you're doing that, one of the ones, there are two of them I'm going to point out. One was an Iron, the, the guy on the Iron Warrior Facebook chat goes, oh, they're not finished. And I'm like, you, now he does paint some beautiful work, by the way. But he comes in with this fucking beautiful ass Iron Warrior list, and he's like, well, you know, I didn't paint the lenses here. I didn't, um... Do this and that. I'm like, is this Mr. Dreadnought? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you stall, bitch. They look beautiful. Get the fuck out of here. I was so bad. And then there was one more that was beautiful, and that was um, it, it was militia. I want to say it was militia. Um, Which militia? There were two militia armies. No, the, the one with all the ogrins. The one with all the ogrins in it. They both had all the ogrins oh, in it. Fucking Christ. Uh the green one. So it's a nice second. That's there was a green one. Oh, uh, no. Point is, those are my two favorite. Those are my two. Favorite. What about you? He's still looking. Yeah, I'm trying. To, I had the list. I had it all written down, and I posted it in like three places, and I can't find any of those three places now. <laughs> I should have probably just had it on hand, but hey, oh, you know. okay, I found it. Um, right. This is not the one that's nice and alphabetized, but the other one that I list now as, you know, um, in Legion order. But the one in Legion order is, like, lost to our local chat because, you know, Dan put in 10,000 messages. You know, you don't have to you be do all that. sassy. You, you, you do that, but the sassy. thing is you do that in every It's not my fault. I was driving today. Um, okay. So, 
let's see if I can like ad hoc get this in order. So we had Dark Angels, um, two Iron Warriors players, one that was a Golg army built around Terminators. Um, Golg is to be missed in the new edition because rumor has it he's not sticking around. Um, and the other one, which is the one Dan's talking about, was a Loyalist army built around Dreadnoughts and Terminators, which was based on the 77th Grand Battalion, allegedly. I don't know, man. I think I think the players want to feel special being the Loyalist traitor. Um, <laughs> let's see. And then we had, let's see, that's four, five, six, seven. No, they didn't have seven. They drove, um, eight. We had Night Lords. Um, those are run by a guy that's hosting another event this coming weekend. Well, I don't know how it's going to work out for anyone listening, but for us talking in the room, it's the coming weekend. Those what, That guy's uh, running what, an event. What day is the event? Um, Saturday. The This week, that would be the, God, I'm bad at math, the 7th. Yeah, the 7th. So May, May 7th. Okay. Yep. This will be out by yeah, Friday. Um, there's, oh, uh, That's usually what I go with. Um, I mean, there's a small chance it gets delayed, but it's usually out by about 10 a.m. on Friday. So it will be out there whether or not that means anything to the people listening, you know, time-wise. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, so the the Putnam guys are putting on an event. Um, Dan was like, wait, there's still a slot left? That's the 15th, though. That's the 15th. Oh, is that the 15th? Yeah. Oh, no, Mind that's not weekend. I'm exceptionally bad at calendars. Ignore yeah, everything. No, that's the 15th. I say. Wait, is it the 15th? Now I have to – oh, hold on. Oh, it's the 15th. So. Hold on, no, 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 it is the 15th because I remember putting. I was like super excited because it wasn't like back to back weekends. I'm going, so I was like, yeah, it's no, Sunday. Going May 15th. This weekend, I thought I had something else. Anyway, um, so yes, we had Night Lords. Um, we had. Um, I couldn't tell if it was Iron Hands or if it was Black Shields, and I totally forgot to it ask. Black Shields. It was. It, it was that's, Black Shields. Yes, because okay. we were making a joke of holy shit, there are two Black, two Shield Black Shields players. players. Yeah, and we were okay. like. So yeah, we have Black Shields then. Um, there is no 11th Legion. We had two World Leaders players. One had a couple more Dreadnoughts than the other. They both, yeah, they were World Leaders players. They were very into just slaughtering things in melee. It was great to watch. Um, then we have we had an Ultramarines player rocking those Invictus Suzerain. Get some boarding shields going in the boarding action scenarios. We had, we didn't have any Death Guard. Just surprising. We normally have like two of those in our area. That was very surprising. I will agree. Um, that one's very yeah. surprising. We did have Thousand Sons, also from the Putnam group. Um, this was a beautiful army that was themed around the destroyer cult of the Thousand Sons, which would be the Order of the Jackal. Instead of having everything like that candy red you usually see, about half the force was painted in, I think it was a glossy black, right? I can't remember. But it was yeah. painted black. Yeah. I will say, I played this guy before. I'm sorry. I played this guy before when I was at um, oh, the Philadelphia convention. What the hell was it called? I, I keep forgetting the Pax damn name. Pax Unplugged. Pax Unplugged, yeah. I played him at Pax Unplugged. His army is – so he actually broke his Contemptor by accident, and he actually reposed it. No, 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 no. He reposed it to be like leaping over a thing. <laughs> it just looks really cool now. Like he's a really cool dude. His army looks beautiful. Um, yeah, no, just amazing stuff. It was a really cool army. I walked out like, oh shit, wait, that's Order of the Jackal. Because like, he had like custom heads on models. Like It, it was a cool army. Um, let's see, we had Word Bearers. Um, that was a cool one. It used the, um, what are those like the little um, demon robots from 40k? That comes in the, um, oh. 
the, okay. the, the star collecting box, like the Venom site or something like that, Venom Crawler. I don't know. Mm. But I used those guys as Castellax, which was actually a pretty neat substitution to fit the theme. And it was like de-chaosified, but still chaosy, which I think thought was kind of nice, you know, like a throw forwards, I guess you could call that. Wait, um, who, who has these models? What faction are you trying to think of? Um, Chaos Space Marines. It's in their start collecting box. It's like that little, like, it looks like a giant termite or something, like that big bulbous bag and like the little angry half demon, half machine face in the front. Uh, God, I'm looking this up. I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. Look at the Star Collecting Box, or yeah. what do they call it? Battle Force? Uh, not that guy. Not like a Forge Fiend or a Muller Fiend, is it? No, no, no. It's like it's this little thing that was in uh, Dark Imperium and the Star Collecting. Right, let me pull it's not this. available separately. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to look up their Star Collecting, because that's going to bug me until I figure out what it is. But yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know the name of it because like no one runs it because it's not good. <laughs> but like, it was a actually a fairly cool substitution for um, Castellax because um, the guy was running a Pravian, so he fluffed it up as like you know like an early um, demon infused engine, okay. and a guy kind of goading it along. Spiderbot. Venom I crawler. What the hell is Spiderbot's called? Venom crawler. Venom crawler. Thank it you. is Venom crawler. Okay. It's Venom crawler. Yeah, yeah I've never seen that thing before. Robots. Well, it's because no one runs it because it's no good. Yeah. And you can only get it in Dark Imperium and then start collecting. And most Chaos players have been playing for 10 years and are very salty about everything. So why would they get the new stuff that's not even worth playing? <laughs> and it's only in the start collecting box. Yeah. But um, yeah. then we also had a Salamander's army that was pretty much all Fire Drakes. It, it bopped the poor Orc player on the head real hard. Oh, yeah, we had an Orc player. That was yes, fun. We did. we did have an orc player. We had orcs. Um, let's see. We had Alpha Legion. And that is all of our um, Legion players. Then we had, um, as I mentioned, we had two um, militia players. We had a Thunder Warriors army, which was being run as um, Black Shields with the Chimera type. So they got Strength 5, Toughness 5. And they took all the upgrades, gave them like the worst armor, but like trade-off benefits. So it wasn't so it was like, you know, not quite power armor army, but still being beefy, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was really cool. It hits pretty hard. Not as hard as um Solar Auxilla do apparently. Um one of the scenarios did a lot of damage to me. Um then we had the orc player and we had two militia players. I think that's everyone. Oh, and Dark Mechanicum. The dark mechanicum that Dan brought in. That yes, was I didn't blown out very last second. Like one of the guys dropped in, like, I just want to, you know, check out the armies people brought. Maybe meet a couple of the guys that are community. Like, oh, are you free? He's like, yeah, yes. All right, come here. Help me co pilot this army. I've walked him through like a turn and a half. I'm like, are you good? Okay, I'm going to go check on some of the tables, see how they're all doing. I'll be back in a minute. I just wandered off, checked every now and then. By the end of the day, he kind of knew how his stuff worked for the most part. It was pretty cool to watch. Nice. I'm glad you guys had a good um, thing with was, that. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. I played in only one game because I was co-hosting. Mm. I wasn't an event organizer. I just, you know, ran the venue. Um, so I was bouncing around, helping answer questions, just taking in the atmosphere, and it was great. All right. Um, I guess that just takes us into a hobby and things like that. Uh, have either of you done much else besides that? I mean, that seems like it took up your weekend, and it's not really been 
It's not, I've been under a week I mean, since we recorded I'm, last. I, I kind of started working on the big monsters because I wanted to stop working on the small blood letters. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I, I did the. I finally did the Gorgon with the four axes, which looks really really cool. Mm. I said that 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 looks really cool. Um. Put them on the right base. I built. Oh, sorry, I built the Gorgon. I built the Slaughter Brute. I built. Uh, behind me. Two Bloodthirsters, Scarbrand, um, and then six more Brutes. Um, and then all I'm waiting for, honestly, is just uh, whatever's being printed, me by, printed by Bo, and I'm done. Honestly, that that's literally all of it, which is actually kind of cool. Nice. Have you seen uh, able to get up to anything else? <sighs> just working on terrain for this event, and then, mm. you know, yeah. I put together a Zone Mortalis table for it over the last month and a half. Basically, as GW trickle fed me all of the stuff I ordered two months ago, I immediately set about just putting it together, painting it, and I got it mostly done to a passable standard. I had two really nice tables, and like I kind of squeezed out an extra table out of stuff. Yeah, that one was not nearly as nice. I had some unpainted stuff, but it functioned. Uh, but uh yeah no not much yeah i think for me it's just it's at this point just still been more with the necrons they're reasonably close to done at least for what i have um you know all the flavored ones are together about 25 of them are need you know another about hour total and those set of 25 will be done the other ones just need a little bit more airbrush work and then the hope is for this friday to be finished up a reasonable 2k list because um, the other day when I was at the store, I could have played, but it would have been, you know, 2K is usually what most people like to play, and it would have been a pretty ugly list. So now it'll be something I'll feel a little bit more comfortable with. And then waiting for some of my uh, Dark Angels stuff to get in. Is there a good spot to get just, like, cheap Marines to practice on? Because I want to try out my paint schemes, but since I don't yeah, play um... Space Marines, I don't have any. Yeah, the, actually, you know what the weird part is? You kind of yeah. just ask around. People usually have extra Mark 3s or 4s. Well, it doesn't need to be that. Like, it could literally be, like, from GW's, uh, you know, learn to paint set or something like that. I don't care the Mark, any of that stuff. It's literally some random, you know, it's, like, a good way to get a random guy so I can test the way I want to do black. Because uh, Dark uh, Angels are black, but I don't want to juice a flat black. That's kind of boring. I don't actually know. Yeah. They don't want to have any. They used to have those sets, three Space Marines for like 10 bucks. I was just, oh, let me grab this, try some paint schemes out. They don't do that anymore. Do they not? No, they don't. Yeah, um, I do remember I when probably they used to have do that. enough spare corn berserker bits to throw together a couple bodies. Yeah. I might, I might I have to pass those along to Dan to pass along to you. Yeah. That could work, yeah, because that, that's what I'm thinking about now is, you know, I have some, until the the starter set comes out for 30k, a lot of the stuff I have is more characterful models, and I don't want them to be the ones where I'm testing the style that I want to do the black, like, do I want to do it, no, I agree. you know, towards normal shades of grays, do I want to do it in, in shades of, of greens in, into the black to kind of, you know, highlight where they're going, all of that, so, okay, so I'll, I'll that could work. I'll also see maybe maybe they do have some of them at the store, like those little. They used to do those like little start boxes and stuff like that, some little cheap things. But or I'll see if they just happen to have like some Space Marine from ten years ago sitting around that no one uses. 
So, but that's that's the only thing I've been doing. I haven't been doing too much of anything. But all right, um, we are going to skip uh, news at the moment because for anyone who is keeping up with the news, GW is doing its sort of reveal days. They start Wednesday or Thursday. Was it the fourth or the fifth? Thursdays for heresy. Okay. Um, so, yeah. th- so they're doing that. So obviously we'll discuss that news or other news once they reveal everything there. Um, so we figured what we would do today then is start going back through or try to finish up the section that we're doing for Titanicus. We have four Legios left to do out of the trader book. Um, once those are done, we'll have to we'll discuss where we want to go if we want to go straight to the other Legios or we want to finish stuff out of this book first. Um, I, I think I speak for all of us here when I say this, that I don't know if any of us had any experience with any of these Legios that we're going to discuss. We actually, shortly before the show, we're even talking about, well, okay, who wants to do which one? Because we don't happen to know anything about any of these Legios. So, um, bear with us on any of that. And also on potentially these pronunciations, we're going to choose kind of kind of what we agree on or, or what we like. And there is absolutely a chance the pronunciations are wrong. That's fine. Thank the Emperor for low Gothic we could all understand and speak. Yeah. All right. Um, so, I will start off. So, I have Legio Lanascara. Uh, what is, what's these guys, their little name? Oh, the Impalers. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, they're simple. I actually like their symbol. That's actually, because um, normally we put out calls for, like, pictures. We put on YouTube and stuff like that and just make it more interesting. I usually don't see people talk about any of these, but I did see someone talk about them. They were asking if someone knew a spot where they could get, essentially, transfers for their symbol and all. Because it's this sort of, uh, it's the cog wheel with an impaled skull dripping uh, three droplets of blood out the bottom. So, I will say. All right. So, we'll go. Uh, I'll, as always, we'll discuss a bit of the, the fluff in the story, and then we'll read through the rules and, and have a discussion on that. All right. So, for these guys, um, they. Is, so, the Mechanicum sends out or sent out small fleets or splinter fleets to various worlds to mine for resources, to set up shop for a variety of purposes. They sent them out to the planet that they ended up being on um, because in their um, in the information that Mars had, essentially this should have been idyllic, a great and wondrous world. When they actually get there, the world, um, it's Vala uh, Maximal, is the main forge world when they got there it was essentially a ruined hellscape caustic seas everything like that just a, a, a very tough planet over the course of a long amount of time they're able to uh, eke out a living there they end up having a, a, a theocracy all of that um, they ended up having some different issues so they were more of a, a Czech tribe as they talk about it in the fluff um yeah, they talk about all of that. So they also mentioned how for the Legio, so for Lanascara, for them up and coming, parts that did it is after a few decades after they ended up showing up, they were visited by a, where's the actual name of the thing? 
Oh yeah, it's a it's a union between mankind and Xenos. It was a conclave that had laid claim to the world. So they said, and as it turns out later on, they had seeded the world to be like this for themselves to help them out. They ended up fighting. It took several decades. Is it decades or oh sorry, sorry, centuries for them to be able to Whoops. win. So they were able to beat out the this conclave, and then the Imperium showed up. And they had already fought off someone who said that this is our world, that we're supposed to control it. So they tried to fight the Imperium. The Imperium sent uh, Ravenguard with uh, Legio Astrama um, from Gryo there and essentially laid, to some extent, laid waste to the planet. Um, they were able to beat them into submission. Once they were submitted, they left the elements from that other Legio there essentially to keep them in line. Because of all that happened, it really put them at odds with one another. So when the heresy did break out, uh, non unsurprising, but they had decided, Lannisgar had decided to side with Horus through discussions they had had previously because, in a lot of way, of what had happened to them, what the Imperium had done to them. So they quite readily uh, turned traitor with all of that. Um, they end up taking their titans to walk upon uh, Grya, and um, they were essentially just beaten back um, near the end. So let's take a look at these guys, and I know I know nothing of what they do. So let's see what they do. So Legio trait, they got two of them. First one is direct measures. Once per round, a Legio Lanascara titan can declare power to locomotors without needing to push its reactor. That's useful. I mean, as Dan loves to tout that this is a book that would have uh, movement shenanigans and and your, your stratagem that you like to be able to get the extra movement out of. Being able to get up faster is nice. Uh, it's only a single one. Not so great, but still good. Let's see what the other trait is. So bullish, because we'll put the two traits together. Making attacks as part of a charge order, Allegio Lanascara Titan may make a smash attack and one other attack with a weapon with the melee trait. The smash attack does not benefit from additional dice from the charge order. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but in that case, assuming you were charging with a melee weapon, I'm not entirely sure why you would if you didn't. But does that just mean, for all intents and purposes, because normally if you have a melee weapon and you do a charge order, you get to attack with it. This just also lets you attack with a smash attack. Is that the only addition it does? That's how I read it. That's, well, yeah, but you get more attack. True. You get both, which is awesome. Yeah. You do wholesale damage with your chain fist and then follow it off the headbutt. Uh, if you bring a power fist, though, you might be struggling as you knock things out of range and or arc for that smash attack. Yeah. Uh, you could smash first. Oh, true. You could, you could smash first. I don't know why I was thinking you had to do the smash yeah. as a follow-up. Yeah, there's no, no, nothing in true. here that says you'd have to do it one way or the other. Yeah, so I would just do the the smash first. but So kick him in the groin and then punch him in the face. I like it. Yeah. I, together, it's... they work well together. They they have two Legio yeah. traits, but at least they work well together. You get to one like... Titan, maybe your, your main melee-focused Titan, gets to you know push with no consequence, and when it actually does that charge, it gets a little bit something extra. I like it. It, it, it. it. I wouldn't say it's like overpowered or anything, no. but it is a powerful ability. 
Because, you know, you charge. Okay, let me give you an example. Okay. Um, I charge all the time with usually my Reavers, right? Yeah, with, after a warp displacement, right? Um, but when I hit them and I get, you know, let's say three extra attacks to the Power Fist, it might not kill a Reaver, right? It might take them to the brink of destruction. It might take them to, to, to like, their last pip or their last two pips. But that charge attack doesn't kill the Reaver, meaning if that Reaver can still move or if that Reaver can back up or so on and so forth, um, that Reaver's still functioning until I shoot it again. Does that make sense? Yes. So adding that smash attack, or uh, sorry, making that smash attack with one other attack with a weapon with a melee trait, yes, so adding the smash attack essentially. Yes. Is good because that's, that's that extra one to three attacks into something that you're already hitting with a fucking power fist. Like, okay, so let me go. Perfect example. Um, I charged into a Warhound, right, with my Reaver, and it was a full nine-inch charge, so I got plus three attacks. Um, the Power Fist already has, I believe, two attacks? Someone can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah, Power right. Fist gets two, yeah, two higher attacks. strength. Chain yeah. Fist gets three or lower strength. Yeah, yep. five, five, yeah. So five attacks, I hit with three of them, which is average, right? Uh, I didn't roll any ones, thankfully. And I knocked the Warhound to the final pip, right? But he was still functioning on the body. And even worse so, I knocked him backwards. Now, mind you, the Void Shield was already blown out because that's what the crit does to the body. But if I didn't hit him enough, let's say I just crit enough like the first crit, which is not the Void Shield blowout, that extra D3 could have absolutely destroyed that Warhound. So it's, I, I, to me, it's actually a nice thing if you're playing that kind of aggressive force. Anyway, that's just me. <laughs> it, it, it gives you, it helps get you potentially that guaranteed kill. Or, because we're talking about in terms of Power Fist, if you have the Chain Fist instead, one, you don't have a concern of actually shoving them away. And if you do that, you could start off with your weapon that's rending. And then, okay, I follow that up with, you know, the, the, the smash afterwards. Because otherwise, if you are running the Power Fist, I think you do have to smash first because you might shove them out of the way. Exactly. Although the, the smash, Absolutely. if you're if you're using on a model that you might want to a big enough model, the smash should be able to get something down on them. You know, that could be what starts it off. Stupid question. Yeah. Does uh, trying to think here. Okay. What is melee on a um, iconoclast? The, the everything. Oh, is it all? Even the oh. Okay, so even with the Iconoclast, you will tear up a Warlord if you charge the damn thing, but if, if you don't want it activated in the shooting phase, that extra smash is 1,000% going to destroy it. Yeah, the, the only thing not melee on Iconoclast... The Iconoclast. Yeah, the, the um, only thing not melee on it is its carapace weapon. And and the pit guns. But yeah. Yeah. All the, all the big arms are melee, at least in part. Sure, and I mean, and let's face it. I mean, they hit like a truck. A lot of them, absolutely, on that. But there, there's always a chance that you roll the one on your damage when you're trying to get through them, or if you're not doing enough crits or you hit something big enough that you might still just be that one short. And if they're not dead, they're still going to hurt you. Especially on that, the smash attack on that boy is going to crush you. Yeah. Now it's probably really funny. I believe there's an ancillary reactor you could take for your uh, Warmaster class Titans. That lets them do a smash attack in addition to any other attacks. Like, on during the movement, not necessarily even at the end of it. 
So you could do three attacks, right? Two smashes and a regular punch with something? I, I'm not sure. I, I don't have my card with me to check. I um, think that's a thing. can look it up on, what is it, Titan Terminal? Which one do I have? One of these will actually end up saying it. That's usually, usually when we're looking up stuff like that, that's what I end up doing. Uh, that's not that kind of class, though. Um, I'll usually look it up on that because that's usually the easiest way to find it. Um, so we'll just name it something dumb. We'll add a unit. Let's add an Iconoclast. There we go. Uh, when did that come in? But I I, th I think you're right. I think they do have something like that. Whatever reason. Oh, there it is. Add. It wasn't going in. But Dan, do you know that or not? Or that's or you don't know because he doesn't shoot. I, I don't know. I have no oh, idea. Okay. On that Dan, Dan has the punchy one. I think it came in. Sorry, the shooty one. Ah, I here we go. The punchy box. Uh, kinetic transducers. Yeah, no, I only have the shooting one. If a Titan with this upgrade, so this is one of its ancillary reactors. If a Titan with this upgrade moves five or more during the movement phase, add one to the strength of all weapons with the melee traits equipped with for the remainder of the phase. In addition, a Titan with this upgrade may make a smash attack when moving as part of a charge order, in addition to any other attacks it makes. So they get the Lanascara rule, essentially, if you take that particular. Uh, ancillary yeah. reactor. So would you get both then? I would say yes. Cause yeah, cause the that... smash attack does not benefit from the additional dice from the charge order. That say, yeah, I would, say, I would yes. say yeah. I mean, if someone wants to be nitpicky enough, they could probably make an argument against it. But to me, I don't see why you wouldn't, or why the in yeah. they would be intending you not to have it. So no, I would say yeah. I think I think you get both. Yeah. I agree. Well, you That's gnarly. I mean, you're not moving very I mean, fast, so they got to get close, but you're killing whatever you get to. Yeah, and plus, if you multi-charge, um, normally, it, I think you would have to put it all into one, just because you pick a target, and then you attack weapon by weapon. Yeah. They can't be on charge and split fire. Yes. So I think Bullish would have to go all in on one, but with that reactor, I think you could then split one of them off. I agree, because... Uh, ooh, let me... Let, let, how was it worded? Let me pull it back. Give me one second. Okay. Um, in addition, a Titan with this upgrade may make a smash attack while moving as part of a charge order. In addition to any attacks, makes. Okay, it's now part of the sure. order. The order targets. Yes. Uh, maybe not then. Maybe not. Because I was <laughs> picturing it as like a like you're passing by and doing a smash attack as you go. But now I'm not sure. Does anyone have the rule book close to them? If not, I'll, I can just stand up and go. I don't, have the, rule, yeah, I don't have the rule book anywhere near. Mine is three states away. I think I'm winning the. I don't have my rule book handy. Uh, okay. Argument. Give me one. Give me one second. I'll, I'll get talk amongst yourselves for a moment. Let me go find out. Oh my god! So that Dave guy. Fuck that dude. <laughs> Does he even have a rule book handy? He knows we're Titanicus tonight. Oh my god! Unfucking believable. We, didn't even, we, we are so, just so everyone knows, we had no idea what we were talking about until there was like 10 minutes before we started recording. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so uh, since we were taking a break, we're actually covering maniples. I forgot three of the armies at they're at the event. We have okay. Corn Demons or um, the Crimson Fury, if you want to go by the proper name. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Creeping Scourge, which is it's almost Nurgle. like Nurgle. It's um, Nurgle. I can't believe it's not Nurgle. Yeah. And it's then, we, last but not least, I can't believe I forgot to mention these guys. We had a Custodes player. Who would have guessed? Unbelievable. 
Oh, fucking. You know, I heard he's a Chad. I heard he's an absolute Chad. No, no. See, to be one, mm. you. Uh, I don't think Chad is the word you use when you bring your army and then when you bring a loner army and you put a counter to that loner army in the one you're going to play. Fun fact doesn't counter shit. Um, they toss. So, oh, here. So, just you, so you know, by the way, Dave. Yeah. Okay. They hit me on sixes. They, they toss 60 attacks on the charge. They, they still kill a custodian squad. Okay. <laughs> they, uh, you, they still massacre. It doesn't, it doesn't all, change. All shit. the other factions don't have that. And you brought both of the ones. So, it's the same way when, I can we, did, uh, when we did Epic. Better. You're like, does any of your stuff hit flyers? No. I'm going to bring this flying. Oh, unit. No. Okay. So, I have the rule here. Uh, charge does not word that in any way. Charge just says in the and now they might have. I know they FAQ'd a little bit of this, but the main parts of it's still here. In the movement phase, the unit acting under charge order can only move on its front arc, uh, all of that. Once it finishes moving, it can immediately make a smash or an attack with a weapon that has a melee trait. And essentially, it says, you know, the based on the number of dice and how far you move and everything like that. It doesn't mention targeting at all. So I. I want to say the Legio trait has to attack the same thing. Yes. Because they make make a yeah. smash attack and run another attack. When yeah, attack. I would say because it's it's like the weird split fire rule. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be an interesting one for a community discussion. Yeah. I mean, if okay. Now that we're now we've been sufficiently sidetracked. Yeah. Well. Well. So what I will say because we oh, we do get comments. Question. I'm not even. No, yeah. we, we do get comments on the YouTube. So if anyone listening has a thought one way or the other about this and I'll, I'll probably put this in the notes underneath on the youtube about that they definitely haven't answered that because nothing like that's ever been in the faq because they didn't even faq this book at all but i'm curious you know what's the general consensus on those sorts of things you know charge charge doesn't say you it doesn't technically give a target you know shooting mentions targeting so can mm. i charge in hit multiple things do i have to hit one if i'm getting this extra because of the iconoclast can i choose what to go at i'm curious to see what other people come with or or, or if they've thought about this or maybe no one has this legio so it's never mattered <laughs> someone does i hopefully I know, has, I know i've seen it done up at least once and it was stunning yeah oh no the, the scheme is nice the scheme is yeah. very very nice it's like that caribbean blue mixed with like some really nice reds and that was really cool, like arrow patterns. It's sick. I like it. Let's uh, let's take a look um, at their single stratagem. It's a heedless charge. It's one point. This strategy can be per per sorry purchased by any Legio Lanascara player. Play the stratagem at the start of any strategy phase. For the remainder of the phase, any of your friendly Legio Lanascara titans can be issued a charge order without needing to make a command check. Ooh. This plays nicely into their other buffs. Yeah. Because I think like, I know um, what they like. I think they like smashing things. I'm not sure, but yeah. I think they like to charge. I mean, the first Legio trait, that direct measures, only helps one of them do like, essentially the free power to locomotors. But the bullish doesn't care, and he lists charge, it's any of them. So if you have more than one, you could actually charge multiple in, and at least one of them doesn't have to worry about uh, pushing its... Uh, it's machine spirit to go. Wow, I like that. They're 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 doing close combat better than Vulpa in some ways. We get the plus one, but a plus one's not as useful when your melee weapons are all like plus ones, plus twos. Good. Yeah, it's good for like the warlord. 
But the other one's not because quite as good. Like Reaver's not so good because Reaver's going to be hitting on twos either way. Yeah. Yeah. This is nice so far. I'm really liking this. All right. Damn. I'll have to jump ship, but I do like this. Ag- agreed. Uh, yeah. Right. I wouldn't jump ship. I have this, course, but yeah. I, I I like the idea of, you know, using stuff I have and trying out other Legios. I'm like, I would never, I have no anticipation of getting enough Titans like, to build the another way I, Legio. The way I look at it, I always like, I, I hate to tear it. But it's not. I wouldn't. Call, I wouldn't been put in shit down. I'd be like, this is a good. This is a good Legio if you choose it. Yeah. No. This is all. If you like melee and you're willing to build out for it a bit, I think you could get away with one Titan, one good Titan for it. But in reality, you probably not necessarily to. I mean, I don't think you want to run pure melee on them. But at least, uh, like, if you're running, say, two Reavers, a melee option on each of those Reavers. Yeah. Shorter, a shorter range, maybe stronger strength even... weapon, and rush them up. Even yeah. even like warlords, even like I'm thinking like a Gatling blaster, heavy bolter on the top, power fist warlord, and you just go ham. Gatling yeah. blaster, you know, you carve in with the power fist, smash attack. He stays there. Maybe you you know target the fucking legs, immobilize him, and then when you activate Gatling, you don't even have to get just Gatling blaster him. Yeah, I I like it. I no, like it. Good. All right, um, they got one one bit of war gear here. Uh, Mordentized Ceramite. Uh, I don't know what that is, but okay. Um, any Legio Lanascara Titan may, may be upgraded with this Ceramite for 10 points. You subtract one from the result of armor rolls made for an attack by a weapon with a maximal fire trait against the Titan with this upgrade. This negative modifier is applied even if the attacking unit is not using the maximal fire trait to increase its weapon strength. So mm. as long as the weapon has the maximal fire trait minus one to the strength of its weapon. I like that a lot. And only 10 points. That's that's really yeah. cheap. Yeah, that's that's so, super cheap. What, what would that be? That'd be the plasma weapons naturally. Yeah. And I think one of the arms on the Iconoclast is Yeah, one of its fire. arms I'm pretty sure is. Uh, I think like the Melta arm. Uh... Because it's like, for like a little bit of risk, you could have every single damage buff in the game on one attack. Uh, oddly enough, no. Maximal no. fire, no. None of, none of its weapon doesn't. The, um, the grav imploder has like every other rule, whether it's in short or long range, this rule change. But yeah, none of it actually has maximal fire. Okay. So then it's just plasmas and things upgrade with the experimental weapon. But, I mean, but that's... still, that's nice. That's, it, it's I'm, the things I'm that hurt you the most. Legion. I'm really liking this Legion, to be quite honest. It's just yeah. an overall cool Legion. Especially for how cheap it is. For 10 points, you put that on the, the melee model or two that you're really rushing up. Now they're potentially a good bit more survivable. And it might push them, your opponent, to want to use the stronger strength on their maximal because otherwise they're at a minus one anyway. Now they have chances of overheating and hurting themselves. I, I like that. I think that's actually a really useful piece of work here for cheap. It won't won't yeah. help every game, but the games that helps, it's going to do a lot for you. All right. Let's see if any of these personal traits aren't garbage. Um, first one, cruel. <laughs> Some of them are garbage. Holy let's face it. No, I just love the... I love the... Let's be like, hey, this is all cool. Let's see how shitty they're... <laughs> well, everything so far has been like, oh, if you're playing this... Uh, no, it's, it's putting you into a build. You know... it's definitely tailoring your army maybe a little stronger than some other legios some legios really oh you can do whatever you want because these rules are just kind of nice and they work 
these rules are if you're not building to get into close combat none of this is going to help you won't do you any good so let's see if their personal traits actually help them or not uh okay the first one uh, uh when making attacks against a unit with a scale of five or lower increase the strength of any hit by two i don't i don't know if you need that knights go squish yeah squishy yeah. Herb. But here's the thing right it's any attacks not yes. just melee yeah it's any so like i keep saying if you're a bad person well, not a bad person, but if you like to play really <laughs> nasty lists and you bring knights with the banner of minus strength, very this true. counters that very effectively. Yes. Uh, the, the, if you have the, an uppity oh. knight player, you bring Lani uh, Ascara. You bring the Impalers. I was calling them the Impalers. Yeah. Bring the Impalers. And I'm like, okay, round one, you're playing me. And we'll see how long you keep this up. Yeah. Be uh, word. Not, not long. <laughs> no. It, since you since you're picking your warlord trait, if you happen to go against a knight army, it's it's an option. Especially if you have maybe maybe some of your other weapons are lighter weapons. I don't know. It's it's okay. Yeah, because I mean, it could bring up a bolter to actually be worth something. Because strength six bolter, all of a sudden, you're actually doing direct hits on a three instead of a five. Yeah. Mm. That's a nice swing. So. These guys are so. I've I've read their second one. I I like that they feel they can hit whatever they need to. Their second one is Titan Killer. Uh, once per round, the princeps may reroll our all, all armor rolls of one for an attack made against an enemy Titan. And it's not melee. Yep. It's anything. Yeah, it's anything. That's amazing. What you were mentioning earlier is like, oh no, I mean melee attack. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's once per round, so That's that could be really when you did the charge. You missed two of them. You rolled ones because you're you're doing something to them on anything but essentially for yeah. whatever your whirler probably is. All right, there's your one-time reroll to help take it out. That's really You good. know what's funny? I'm not even like thinking that. I'm thinking fucking like, okay, maybe you take, like I said before, like the, maybe the plasma, power claw, laser blaster warlord, right? Yeah. Just for fun, please. You know, someone has their shields down. What sucks with the plasma gun, it only gets four shots. So if you get roll that one... You could maximal fire all you want. It's not going to do shit. But re-rolling the ones on that? Oh, oh. Or a laser blaster? Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. I like it. Basically, yeah. once per turn, you could just be like, I have the ordinance straight right now. Yeah. Pretty nice. And, and it's all... Hold on, really quick. May re-roll all armor rolls for one attack made against an enemy titan. Yeah, and so it's the whole, the whole titan does it. The whole fucking titan does it. So all the weapons no, get this. An attack. An attack. Oh, attack. This is one weapon. Yeah. It's, oh, an attack. One weapon. Nah, okay. Yeah. All it's right, one I was getting a little too excited. <laughs> now, here's here's the other exciting part, though. Reading it, so you know, obviously, you you're not because sometimes, like maximal, you got to declare it before you take your shot. You're declaring, you know, this other thing before you do it. Here, you can roll it. Oh, I rolled one one. That's okay. Uh, I'll okay. let it go. This later one. Ooh. This was the really bad roll. I really need this one. Okay, I use it because I see what comes up. Yeah, I think this is reactive, which is this is reactive really absolutely. Nice. And they they There's don't always TK. do that. We've we've seen traits before where you kind of have to cash your chips in before you know what's going to happen. You can see that your attack didn't work, or oh, my other three dice were good enough. It's just barely surviving. I'll reroll this one now rather than saving it for whatever else. I like that. They handle the big, the small, 
Last one, Heedless Rage. Once per round, the princeps may make an attack with a disabled weapon with the melee trait. Once they do, the princeps titan suffers a single strength 10 hit to the body. There's the dud. Yeah. There's always one. To be fair, it is nice to have if you have a, you know, a melee build and you, get, you need to make a charge and, oh no, they broke my gun. I mean, they broke my fist. But it's barely niche. Yeah. And the strength 10 hits of the body can be rough. That That's, that's pretty awesome. high. That yeah. is your plasma reactor being mad. Kinds of strength. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to say not. It's stronger because <laughs> it's strength 10 instead of strength 9. Yeah. You're, you're, you're rolling that. If you don't happen to roll that one, you're probably taking damage. And if you roll bad enough, you could be taking a critical damage. Yeah. I think even on a warlord, I always yeah. blink on its top bracket on the body. Oh... Uh... Oh, man, why do you got to ask these tough questions? Because I like to make everybody else think. I mean, I have all this stuff in front of me. The thing I don't have in front of me is uh, all the sheets, but I do have it here. Where is it? Where's my Warlord? Add Warlord Titan to Mana Pool. 16 plus right, is a crit. So, yes, you can crit on that. You can. You, you're, you're, and it's a 14 to 15 to be devastating. So, essentially, 50% of the time, it's at least a devastating hit. And you could get a critical. And you're going to hate yourself if you do. And that's assuming you're not in any plus ranges. Obviously, you could be a yeah. few brackets down and be in a plus range and really be guaranteeing a crit. So, it feels like the, you know, I'm pr I'm, I need this to make sure he dies or I'm about to go out anyway, I'll do it. But I don't like the feel of that because if you don't get put yeah. in a position like that... Listen, to be fair, with... with Everything we just learned about this Lejo, if yeah. it has one shitty war uh, yep. princess, uh, I'll be I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'll wear. I mean, I I mean the assuming you're not if you're going against knights, the cruel makes sense. Go ahead, take it, have fun all day. But the other one, Titan Killer, that is one where, yeah, honestly, if I was running this Lejo, I'd probably take that. You know, over yeah. some of the other options out of the core book, that's something I I realistically see myself taking and wanting to have. I, I like these guys. I think these guys are actually maybe a little bit surprising, but actually quite good. And and if, if people aren't Great. looking at the, the paint scheme, it is very well done. It's sort of this. Oh, no, the paint scheme is, is I, okay, so I'm going to even insult my own Lejo. I Go think this is probably top three paint schemes in the book for traders. If you can, well, I mean, obviously you can go wrong a lot with the, but I think that if someone does the teal correctly with the mm. red and then the fucking, I don't even know what pattern or call, you know what? Okay. So I'm not going to try, I'm not going to go on a tangent, but there's this guy who does um space Marine Primaris, you know, a 40 K. Yeah. Uh, he does um space sharks. I, I forgot what they were called. Car, um, char car charadons. Guard, yes. And they have very, their, their big theme is, um, very, um, uh, I want to say Hawaiian. Uh, fucking, what's the what are the, what are those type of people called? Samoan. Um, Samoan, very Samoan like kind of thema themes, right? Like every Space Marine chapter has that, and so they have like patterns on their armor. So he did all the white patterns on their armor, like the shark, the like kind of like the tattoos on people's skin. I think that if he, like someone like that can manage to do that on a Titan, oh man, uh, I I don't even want to play that dude. I don't want to kill his titans. I don't want to see them off the table. 
because the red's a nice it, it's sort of almost between a, an orange and a red which i like yeah it, i it plays off the blue extremely well it does yes. and it's funny because okay so when you say red and blue i instantly think like christmas you know what i mean or red and green christmas but it's not it's like a scarlet red with like a teal is that is that considered teal i don't think it, so it's, it's tough to see because to me looking at them the part where they put their filigree whatever you might want to call it um is oh, lighter yeah. in tone and that might be what's making it look teal i i think the filigree is a teal the rest of it's a a, a darker blue essentially i i, I believe uh, maybe not when you look at some of the flat parts it doesn't quite look that but I think it's part of that uh, brightens it up a little bit. I like it. I like it. No, they are very cool. Yeah. But all right. Well, that moves us on to you. You say the next one, Dan. What yeah. What Kulisatai. is their name? Kulisatai. Okay. If uh, if that's wrong, you heard earlier where Dan's uh, Instagram is. Feel free to message him there. And tell him how he's butchering the words of your legio. Uh, go ahead, though. This is this is coming from the early Latin years of my high school, so don't yell at me. <laughs> no, yeah, feel free. I give you permission to yell at him. Well, because so little side fact: GW does, and I, I remember talking about this with like my professor, who also played 40k, by the way, which he was awesome. Uh, but he goes, he called it shitty Latin. It's like someone put Latin in a Google Translator and then kind of just went, "Fuck it, that's what we want." Yeah. Um. It's that's why. So whatever point is. So anyway, Legio Glessitae, the gatekeepers, um, which we were laughing before the show. We were talking uh, about the name, the gatekeepers, because of, you know, just not what's going on now, but like just kind of like how people react to the word gatekeeper. Anyway, so uh, these guys um, are very weird, actually. I was kind of reading their fluff. And it was actually, in my opinion, kind of interesting. So essentially their Forge World was uh, so large that it actually rivaled Mars itself, which, by the way, is never a good sign when that's how it starts off. It, it was large. Uh, however, they got basically fucked because there was a civil war. And essentially the civil war was between um, those people that, you know, are not crazy and someone's people called the Endeavor of Airless Purity who believe that they should eradicate all biological life on a galactic scale. Um, so basically the Necrons, <laughs> um, obviously, um, the Imperium and the Fabricated General did not agree with this. This might shock you. Maybe eradicating all, you know, biological life on a galactic scale is not going to work. So they had a civil war for hundreds of years. Um, and essentially, um, the Fabricator General sent a Legio Mortis to help them out, which... If alarm bells are going off on why these guys are traitors, there you go. So eventually, um, because they took such heavy losses, they actually um, uh, transplanted uh, some Legio Mortis uh, into um, Legio Calibrax, which is uh, their other name. Um, and basically allowed the gatekeepers to kind of take these younger titans, these younger warriors, and kind of raise them in the ranks. Um... And it's quite funny because um, when the Fabricator General, you know, became treacherous, um, they basically sided with Horus because that's who helped them. 
That's it's it's really not that hard of a. Well, I was, it was more interesting about the Civil War and the idea that they wanted to eradicate all uh, biological life in the galaxy. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so they're Bender. I should point out that they did lose. I should point out that they actually lost their homeworld. They lost their Forge world to the Loyalists. I actually haven't seen that yet, but they legit lost their old world. So they they, they are a Legio without a homeworld. Suck it, traitors. Which is interesting. But anyway, yep, that's them. So let's look at the gatekeepers. So it seems like they have their first Legio trait known as Callus. So Legio Calisati Titans never suffer penalties to their command checks and may ignore effects that force them to re-roll successful command checks. Okay, so okay. Um like, okay, so when you fail a command check, it sucks, whatever. Um, what gives penalties command checks besides getting your print caps knocked in the no- knocked in the head? Uh, certain Legios do. Yeah, there's entire one of the Legio, ones we did like, the last time. Yeah. Stratagems? Oh me. There's there's so, there, let's face it. There's so many stratagems. There's probably one that does. Yeah. Okay. Is it nice? No. Sure. Is it game breaking? No. Is it as horrible as we've seen the other ones? Still no. I've seen we've seen some pretty bad ones. It's, At it's, least it's, it's not a debuff, right? Yeah. It's like it's it's in case it's they not caught on yet in all these episodes on Titanicus. It's 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 We're not bad. Super impressed with orders. I mean, they're very yeah. lovely when you get them off, but they usually don't make it or break it until turn five, and at that point, you're usually on a trajectory one way or the other anyway. Modifiers. It's, I don't know. It, it's listen. Is it the worst one we've seen? No. Is it the best one we've seen? Absolutely not. But it's not even in the middle ground. It's kind of like less than. I give it a, like a forty. Yeah. Well, um, the other. I want to say it was maybe two or three of, of these ago, maybe two of them ago. We had some comments on on the YouTube from someone who was talking about, oh, um, uh, yeah, pretty sure that's where I was talking about. Oh, orders, and you know, sort of the use. Actually, no, might have been, um, might have been on Reddit, but discussing like you know how some of this order stuff can be very strong. And I just, I think we all just believe it's orders are nice to have, and there's spots when you need them, and there's spots where if you deny me my orders, I'm going to be very, very unhappy. But the rest of the time, you're probably not doing anything for it. For it, it's not helping. Oh yeah, it was when we did the Vulp episode because one of theirs relates to uh, enemy orders, and we were all very lackluster uh, on it. And they were talking about how, oh, here's the sort of thing it doesn't how it can be good. It, so like that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's not so it's not reactionary, nor is it defensive. It's it's great. It's okay. It's like the relic I take for custodies. It's excellent when it works. But ninety percent of the time, it's it's not going to do anything. There's other more common or useful things to do. Exactly. Like I said, it's not bad. I'm not dissing it. You're kind but of am I going to look for this legio to do it? No. It's it's not exciting. If you're if you're reading through these rules and you know you're looking at paint schemes and, and trying to figure out who you want to play. That trait is not the thing that's going to make you say, oh, man, yeah, I want to play these guys because that sounds cool. The worst part is you can only buy it once. Like, if you take it two or three times, then at least you could be like, okay, you know, I'm going to kite them for a couple turns, you know, have some extra range on the Mega Bolters, wrap with the plus one, 
maybe get some more melta range for the d10 but it's just not exciting that was there and it's eating up your points your um your command points not command points god not command points those are dreadful strategy points i don't know it's yeah (laughs) yeah all right let's go to the next one i think uh, that 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 was more meh so uh specific stratagem oh it's one point steadfast bastion the stratagem i'm like wait a minute that that has no well it it does have a call it has an opportunity cost because that is the main rule of your legio i i because i stepped away for a second i thought maybe i missed something and I came back like, oh, we probably moved on at this point to Steadfast nope. Bastion. No, no, no. Yeah, I did. No, no you just did. <laughs> so, Steve was just talking about the thoughts. cost of something that costs nothing. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, to me, it's myth. Like, it, there's no other argument no, agreed, to yeah. it. We, we talked about yeah. it for longer than he thought we would, so he was a little bit behind. He, exactly. That's yeah. why I was like, oh, my yeah, mind wandered at that point. Um, so Steadfast Bastion. The stratagem can be purchased by any Legio, Kulisitai uh, player. Play the strategy strategy during any shooting phase. Okay. Add six inches to short range, but not the long range characteristics of all weapons without the melee trait carried by Legio Kulisitai Titans during the combat phase, so long as it has not moved, voluntary or involuntary, around already this round. Oh. I was on board until they said, assuming it hadn't moved. Involuntary, yeah. So I liked it. I actually liked it literally until it mentioned, yeah. Not moving actually killed it. I totally missed yeah. that. Yeah, it's not even the voluntary. The like if it was just voluntary, if it was just voluntary, I, I wouldn't mind because it's voluntary. Who gives a shit? Um, it was the involuntary that actually killed it for me, in my opinion. I think that's that's what murdered it for me, believe it or not. For, for me, it's the voluntary. I mean, the involuntary is a harm, of course. The voluntary part, to me, kills it a little bit because you're talking about the short range of your weapon. Okay, so you're probably figuring this to be a weapon where short range maybe gives you the plus one or doesn't at least get you a minus one, but you're not able to move. Adding six inches is the average amount the Titan's going to move. I mean, if you're talking about a Warlord, that's a pushed amount. And Iconoclast, I don't, I don't off the top of my head know how fast they are. Um, but you're talking about what you might move anyway. So therefore, instead of moving, I'll get the range I would have gained by moving. Although on a lot of my Titans, I could move more than six. If it's a Reaver or a Warhound, I could go further than that. So I'm, I'm, it almost feels like this is useful if you're, I don't know, if you're taking, what, maybe first, no, I, I, first I don't fire for it. instead of moving? Sorry, no. It, no, it, no. It, it goes over the warp. If you have a Mega Bolter or a Melta, it's kind of cool because it extends that kind of that sweet spot. Um, a Warlord Titan likes his oh, Mega Bolters. So yeah, you could extend it to, what, 14 inches? Okay. 16 because it's 10 short on the um the bolter. no welcome eagles are eight short aren't they no, no it's i thought it was 10. no it's eight i think i just remember that warlords didn't get the short range unless they were near another warlord no no it, oh, it, maybe it's, it is eight. Eight. i, I kind of yeah that's what i think i know oh yeah because it's 8 16 duh wait yes, wait yeah. for the, what, um, i'm sorry so vulcan mega bolter the, the bolter array like on a warlord uh yeah, yeah. 10 20. Oh, it's okay, 10. That's ah. 10 20. Yeah. But the yeah. war, yeah. On, on but that, the, it's 10 and 20. 
Okay. That's yeah, also so pretty the nice. Warhound so is Warlord eight and could use the plus one if it's now yeah. in a nice little box. Actually, or... I okay, so let me okay, I'm starting to turn around a little bit. That's still hot garbage. You can't move, which takes out so much. Oh yeah, you can't move. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting about you literally can't move. So what the fuck is Including with your strat because that's moving. Yep. Oh god, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Sorry. It's, it's, it's not a battle plan. If it didn't have the movement restriction, and if you could take it multiple times, I think you could build a plan with it to some extent. Like this, it's rough. I think it's rough. Yeah. I, I, I looked it up because I, I couldn't remember. The, the War Masters and all move six if you push them. So you, you could get as far as you want if you just walked. You know, maybe if you were disabled, maybe if they had hit you in the legs so you can't move. But I'm not spending a point on something that maybe occurs if I get uh, my Titan crippled in the right way. So, no, I, I don't like it. Yeah. Not I, for the like the tightest resource of the game. It's literally just that last part. It's it's yeah. it's, it's that's the sad part. It's not even like the the first part is great. It's just they it's like they hampered it so damn much in the in the second part. Do you think they thought it was too much for one point if it wasn't? I don't think it would. No. Even if you're allowed to move, I don't think it would be So this should have just been a treat. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. If you don't move, you get this because now. You know, yes, because the first fires and stuff like that. There's times where I won't move. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. And you know what? With their other trait they have, they easily could have got this as the trait as well, and then feel on par with some of these legios that get a little extra. Yeah, ah, yeah. It's like like, like Tritonus was like a win, a win, a win, another win. This has been not Tritonus. Minus car. Yeah. I mean, ah, oh, yeah. That's all right. Sorry, all the names impaling. are crazy. Oh, I, was th- I was thinking impaling. Tridents impale things. Ah, uh, yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel bad because it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but it's just. Uh. If you're playing these guys, you must really love them. That's my take. Oh, so far. Get the scheme. Hold on. Yeah, no. I haven't looked at their... Let me take a look. Uh, classy scheme. It's class. So it's I not exciting, but it's classy. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe maybe other people feel differently about this. You guys can tell me if you do. I'm not a maybe, really maybe big I'm fan. Maybe I'm not seeing something. Maybe I'm not seeing something. No, you know what I mean? I'm not a big fan <laughs> of the ones that cut right down the middle in the paint scheme. Where like one side's one and the other. I don't mind high to low. But I don't like the sort of just cut it straight down the middle look. I'm not big on that. Let's let's go to the next lead just maybe maybe huh, maybe maybe they got like the most amazing fucking war gear in the world. Let's see how that one. So uh Legio stratagem number two. Method Oh god. I can't, Methodical. I Methodical. Methodical. That's not a tough word. Yeah. Good. This <laughs> this stratagem can be purchased by any Legio Callisti player. Uh, play the stratagem in the strategy phase of the first round. Choose a scale. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> All friendly Legio Kulisitai uh, Titans with the same scale as the chosen scale may immediately make a move. 
although no Titan made a clear power. Oh, okay, although no Titan made a clear power to stabilizers or power to locomotors. After the effects of the stratagem have been resolved, the opposing player becomes the first player. Titans that move in this way may not be activated in the strategy phase of the first round. Um. So it's a weaker but cheaper death march. Yes. Yeah. How, wait, death march? How many titans can you move? Is it all of them? It's every last one of them, but it costs three. Three. This costs two. But you have to focus in on a scale. Which means a single class of titan, except for the eventual Porker Borker and Warhounds. It's... Uh. If you like Death March, you'll like this. Yeah, I, listen, it's meh again for me. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, again, I'm not trying to be an asshole. It sucks because I sound so you mean. You don't have to try to be one. I mean, okay. you could, I mean, you could do this, and then you go on first fire, and you pop your strap oh, you six them, you inches of range, you can't and orders. it almost makes sense, you but can't then give that's orders. all your resources. Steve, you can't give orders. You can't give them, you can't activate them in the strategy phase. Oh. Yeah, it's the very last line of it. Never Easy. mind. Is that what it would stop? Is essentially saying you can't give them orders? Yeah. Is that activating strategy, the strategy phase? Orders and, and strategy. Yeah, no orders. Uh, yeah. What, what's the did, fucking point? And, and, you, and you, you can't push or do extra turns, so you're getting like oh four God, to six inches of move unless you're a warhound. Yes. You're getting, you know, like eight. Find the fucking, I'm still trying to find the good here. I, I, I... I missed that last sentence. This is a way worse death march for yeah. March on the points at this point. They must I, really hate the guy who made this. Yeah, I don't know what the f- like. I don't get it. Okay, maybe hold on. Wait, okay, okay, okay. The war, the, the war gear's got to be great. Hold on. <laughs> your your optimism, <laughs> gambler's fallacy, is is delightful. It's oh my god. Go ahead. Any Legio Calisitae Titan armed with either Apocalypse Missile Launchers or an Apocalypse Missile Launcher may be equipped with accelerated auto letters for 20 points. Okay. So long as the Titan does not already have an upgrade affecting that weapon. Okay, so you can't double up with like uh giving it like maximal fire or some shit. Yeah. Um each weapon a Titan is armed uh wants to be upgraded separate okay so it has yeah wait, that's what? common there are, you 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 can't spend oh, okay, 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 all okay. of your well, you know. missile launchers apocalypse uh, missile arrays are not on this list yeah. so masters cannot have this yes okay, that's what i was going to say okay that's why i was okay after resolving an attack made by this weapon with this upgrade the titan may immediately make a second attack with this weapon against the same target whoa applying a minus one modifier to all hit rolls for that attack after resolving the second attack, the, oh fucking god damn it! Never get excited until you finish reading sentences. Always read full sentences. After resolving the second attack, the weapon is disabled and the upgrade has no further effect for the remainder of the battle, even if the weapon is subsequently repaired. What? Subsequently. <laughs> they were so close. What the fuck is it? What is going on? They flew they too close so to the sun. Close. GW, GW, melted. GW, GW, like the. We know, did you hate this dude? Like what? Who who fucking made Legio Calisitae? What, what I will what I will say, if they didn't add the disabled part, even if it was only once a game, I mean, twenty points. That's maybe a little much, but even like once a game, I... that might be okay because hey, I'm gonna use that on my warlord that has it because I need to take your shields down. And if I'm getting two volleys of it, yeah, if I'm targeting the right thing, oh, your shields are down. Hey, now all the weapons. Technically, it was three because the first fire. Uh, true, yeah, you could fire them three times. At yeah, least missiles are easy to fix. Yes. 
Yeah. But like why? Ugh. But but then you are why? but then you if you're disabling it now I also do have to fix it. Now I have to spend it for something. Like it it, it they I, I now there's always talking forty K uh the the play testing and who play tests and, and you you know who some of the play testers are because they'll scream from the rooftops at their play testers. And I have no doubt that they play test forty K. I, I don't know if they necessarily listen to them and all of that. And there's there's probably all kinds of stuff behind the scenes. When I look at this, my question is, okay, how much or in what ways do they play test this game? Because that feels like uh, essentially a nerfing because it was too good. Like if you don't disable it, it's too good. Or if, if it's or if it was more than once a game, maybe more than once a game. But even for twenty points. Yeah, so so here here's my issue with it, right? Yeah. I love game design where you take an option and it has an opportunity cost or like a direct cost for taking that option, right? Like I love the order systems in Titanicus, because you get to gain the cool thing at the cost of other things. And I think that's good game design. You have to actually make a choice about it, right? And I mean, this Legio really embodies the idea of, well, I'm going to have you make a choice and you're not going to like the options. <laughs> oh, God. The problem I, is, I, other Legios don't cost as much in respect to their benefit. This one's all you're going to give up something to get a little bump. And it doesn't fit in with everything else. It just gets stuff. Like, I subtract one strength from all, um, what's it called? I'm blanking on the nerf tip. Uh, maximal fire weapons. Yeah, it's not maximal fire. Yeah. This is hey, you can shoot at the cost of potentially never shooting again. They, it it I mean, feels. This like... is at least. Go ahead. Reasonable. This is reasonable at least. Like I consider dropping twenty points if I had twenty spare points. But, but here's I would my probably pick up the um the bastion shielding first. Yeah, and you get two sets of bastion shielding for the same price. It it feels like like I said like they thought this was the strongest coolest thing ever, because to me, twenty points uh, that's an expensive upgrade. I only ever get to use it once. That's expensive, and it will disable my weapon, meaning I have to spend a fixed resource on it later. That's expensive, and I'm gonna hit at minus one. That's it. There's so many negatives to it. It feels like if you're going to put that many negatives on an APOC launcher, mind you, and let's face it, you're not, with all those negatives, you're not putting it on like, you know, a Reaver one or anything like that, something that has five. You're putting this on the Warlord because you're going to need to get at least 10 shots out of this to not feel like you've wasted your, your points. With all the negatives, I don't think it needs that. They could keep it with all the same, make it 10 points. I think you could have made it 10 points and not disable it and it'd still be fine. I don't think it would have been crazy. 100% agree. It's, it's, or at least make the Reaver one 10 points and the Warlord 21, because the yes. 20 for the Reaver one just absurd. That's, that's three times the cost of the base weapon system. Yeah. It, it, it means you're never taking it. It triples the cost. I'm not understanding this. I, 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 so that's what? Uh, that's a trait, two stratagems in war gear where we're just like, this sucks. This sucks big time. Unfortunately, yeah. Unless I mean, yeah, I'm it, sorry. It, like, if you love the I guys, dare say the personal chase league up for it, right? And fun fact is, I kind of been keeping track a little bit. I dare say this is the worst Legion we reviewed. I agree. I can't think of a shittier Legion. Yeah. Yeah, the personal trait still. Maybe we'll find some rejection. <laughs> <laughs> personal trait number one. <laughs> you know, the personal trait. Destroy a Titan. 
Let's see the personal traits. God. Okay, the first one, Ancient of Death. When a Princeps Titan must roll on the reactor overload table, only ever roll a D6, even if the reactor status is marked in the red hole. No. Okay. Well, no. okay. No, no, calm down. Some people, game. yeah, some people don't want their Titans to blow up, Dan. Oh, no, reactor. Oh, no, reactor overload. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm thinking already catastrophic damage. Never mind. Continue. No, 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 no. That, that would be the exact opposite of maybe what you were right, yeah. I'm already, I'm already like, my Titan's dead. All right, never mind. Continue. Oh, no, I like this. Okay, this is this. It's cool. okay. It's playable. It's okay. Especially if you like Warhounds. That's playable. That's a cool little. Especially if you trait. run Titans like I do. <laughs> that is true. But remember, it's only your, it's only your Princeps Titan as well, so. That's probably going Fun to be fact, a bigger boy. I, I noticed this as I was talking, by the way, like last time we talked about the like lead the way I run my lead show. I do the same shit in BattleTech. I you do the I'll same get shit into like a good position. I, I get into a good position and then I will try to not alpha strike, but I'll definitely try to like like I play like old white scars. Like I'll get into a good position and go for that killing blow. You run your paladins in D and D that way. Just rush up, see what happens, get people killed by bears. <laughs> like like no, that that's just how you end, roll I, your life. First of all, first of all, I did not get that person killed by a bear. You he did. got himself killed by a bear. Off okay? No, no, wait. Okay. Hold on. A little break for a second. My paladin. All right, I rolled the the personality trait of, you know, get the job done, right? Like, he's a dwarf, so he gets the job done. So we were trying to find a fucking little dragon layer and shit. Um, Well, to get the job done, but, like, do it well. You know what I mean? Like, do it in a good way. Don't, like, kill people to get the job done. Like with bears. Um, No, no. So so this fucking tribesman, you know, is near us, and we're trying to ask him a question, and this dude starts flipping out for no damn reason. So I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm holding him, and then, like, he gets super freaked out. I wanted to smack him around a little bit to tell him to calm down. And the party didn't let me, and he ran away. And then we found his body, mauled by bears later. So That was just an inadvertent death, yeah. not caused. <laughs> so, so for all listeners out there, what you just heard was revisionist history. That's what you just heard right there. <laughs> Okay, so what's the second princeps trait? Is it is it any better? That one's okay. It's, uh, it's not infamous warlord. Infamous warlord. Enemy units within eight inches of the princeps titan subtract one from command checks they make. Ugh, no, you know it goes really well with their legion defense trait. against this. The gatekeepers, because they get to ignore penalties to their command checks. But these guys are the gatekeepers. <laughs> the mirror mats. Oh man. Oh, oh wait a minute. Um. Oh my god. I maybe found one use. Is Corrupted Titan's command checks or command trait that gets debuffed? It's the check, right? Please say the it's the check. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that won't matter here because so, this, this puts your enemy on a minus one. I don't know, but like for the, the Legio trait, that's a use for it. I yeah. found the redeeming quality. Yay. No. no. Yeah. And then the okay. last one, the Princep Titan ignores the MIU feedback and prick. Oh, God, no. And Princep's wounded damage. Okay. So I'm going to just say it right like now. I said, like last time, no one I'm goes sorry, for the head. I know I'm the personality golden retriever of the podcast. I fucking hate this Legion. I'm sorry. I, I just wasted like 20 minutes on a Legion. I should have <laughs> cut this to like the beginning of the fucking podcast when we start reviewing this damn Legion. Just, <laughs> if you're listening to this now, this is uh, your podcast person, uh, Daniel. 
um, for the next 20 minutes, we will be talking about a Legion that is fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! God damn, this is such a bad Legion. Oh my god. Okay. Hey, I mean, listen, it, you guys want to add something to this, but this that, that was utter shite. No, I agree. I, mean, I do. Red, I, gold, and cream is a nice combo. No, it's not. I, it's not. I, it fucking... No. The, 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 the sister titan does it. The, the lady titans do it better. They're, the uh, combo of colors is Where nice. Is? I just don't like the division. Straight down the middle, I'm not a huge fan of but that's me personally. The Legio... Mm, that's fair. They, they have all their things feel like it could be good, but they do something against it. Their war gear could be good, but here's a problem. Their two-point stratagem, it could be good, oh, but here's the issue. The steadfast battalion. Oh, but here's the issue. Don't Everything even have, like, the has a drawback. To like get people to force themselves to love it. Yes. Like. Whoa. And I, I, now I stepped away for a moment when you were doing the fluff part because I had to go get something real quick. Was there fluff? I only caught the tail end of it. Was their fluff like so cool and awesome that like? No. Mm, that's their fluff was actually the most basic, normal shit. <laughs> It was like basic bitch girl goes to Starbucks, finds it the Starbucks, it has a, a civil war in it, uh, and then they make friends with Legio Mortis. Okay. How old? That's it. Now, because um, I am actually, if I probably think about it, not quite as as new, but like when when you think of Titanicus, something like that, okay, they had it in the past, so this is the 2018 version, all back and all. Is this like an old Legio? Could I go back in like a book from 20 years oh, ago and find on. these guys? Give me, give me five seconds. Real yeah, quick. like I'm seconds. curious how new these guys are. This is, this is like a wiki thing because now I'm actually curious. Like, do have what the fuck? Because they even lost. Here's the fun. They lost their home world. They lost their forge world the size of fucking Marge. Oh, no. It. A tragic backstory. There's no, none of those. Not even like, Legio Kalesitai. Let me see here. I'm actually, you know what? You know what? That's a great reflection in the rules. They used, they had really cool stuff, and then they they, they don't. <laughs> and then they lost their forge world, and they can't have any good rules Radical anymore. They lost their forge world, and now their missiles are very expensive and hard Our to replace. Um, they used to have cool traits, but now they just kind of don't. Okay. Except they never had the cool traits to, to begin. Okay. With. So you want to hear something really sad and like really funny? In the fluff, they mention more all the other legions than this one. Okay. I've seen mentions of Le Legio Ateris, Legio Firebrand, or the Firebrands, Legio Mortis, and like how they're all helping this one legion or fighting against this legion. But nothing is like this legion is cool. Oh man, I feel bad. This, uh, this is just. If oh. if you follow these guys, my heart goes out to you. Because yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to shit on your legion, guys. I really don't. Sending thoughts, prayers, and yeah. techno virus. I, like, I don't want to shit on some dude's legion if he really likes them, but like, God. Let's face Damn, it. If you really like it, it doesn't matter what we think of it. You're gonna love it, and that's exactly. Cool. Um, so but, uh, I was looking yeah. up uh, sources on the the fandom wiki for all of this, just that's to see right like. Now, yeah. Was it ever mentioned earlier? So sources were Crucible of Retribution, which is one of the newer books. The Horse Heresy, Horse Heresy, the rule book, and books and Horse Heresy book six. So they were mentioned in book six. So that's probably when was, yeah, book six was 
Age of Betrayal. Okay. So most likely that is where they came from. So they're not terribly old. I almost feel like, you know, they did the, I don't know in which way they plan out these books, but they planned that they needed like 16 and 16. So they needed a Legio. Hey, we got these guys. Let's put them together. Right. We, we talked about paint scheme. Let's do these boys. And it just kind of feels like they didn't have rules put together for them. Because I no, this doubt is there's much on, 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 on. I'm going to disagree with you there. Because there were rules here. They just, like, nerfed them for no reason. Like, okay, the, the, the whole entire ad six is just a short range for one strategy point. Just get rid of the don't move. Yeah. Right? Or the method, methodical event. Just get rid of, you know, it's a cheaper thing. You lose the first turn. That's enough of a punishment. Yep. All right. Just, I, I'm let's, moving. I want. Let's move. Let's move on it. to greener pastures. See, t- take us. Legio take us to a promised land here. Legio Demisium. These guys, they, they might be a nice palate cleanser for you, Dan. Oh, Legio no. Demisium. Um, they are the unbroken lords. Like many t- tra- uh, Titan Legios, they have a tragic backstory. <laughs> um. So, essentially, with this Legio, their thing was their STCs just, they just went missing. Um, There's no no records of how they lost their STC databanks for the Titans. Just that the last Titan they built was a warlord called Somnium Ultimus, which I believe is like Last Dream or something like that. Or Final Sleep. Dan, you took Latin. You're a Where residential Latin that? scholar. Page one fifty, italic text. Somnium ultimus. Page one fifty, the italicized text. It, it, oh, I see it. I see it. Oh God, it's oh, okay. What the fuck? That also makes no sense. Because it's Ult- GW it's doing ultimate. It. It's fake Latin. It's the ultimate dream, but they. I. I. I it, it should be somnia. It should be Somnia Ultimus, but whatever. Fuck well, it, it's Ultimus Dream. I like putting the ums at the end to make it... Yeah, it's just, that's what annoys me. That's what that threw me... That, whatever, fuck it. So it's, it's, so it's, it's, like, it's, so it's like Last Dream, Last Sleep, something like that. Yeah. Oh my god, that makes sense, because it's the Last Titans. Like, this is our last dream of having a functional Forge world. That makes sense. Okay. But yeah, you know, that's the last Titan they made, and it was almost a thousand years before the Great Crusade arrived that that Titan was built. So this was a Legio that had no reinforcing for literally a thousand years. Whoops. Yeah. So as, you know, the decades turn, as the years turn to decades, decades into centuries, centuries into a millennia, um, pirate raids and all that good stuff that happens during old night just grinds them down. And by the time the Great Crusade reaches them, they have only 30 Titans left from a full Legio strength. Ooh. Yeah. Um, the, um, the Forge Master, Master of Mars sees them and sees that they're pretty much on the border between um, the Segmentum Solar and the Segmentum, I want to say it was Pacificus? Yes, Pacificus. So basically between the Galactic Southwest and Southeast, that border directly down from the Galactic Core, that's kind of the line that they're sitting on, which means that it's kind of like a gateway between the two halves of the galaxy on the lower end of things. 
Um, they go, so the mechanic is like, ooh, this is a great opportunity because these hoes are desperate. They got no STCs or Titan numbers are dwindling. This gives us our foothold in the Segmentum Pacificus so that now we have the ability to influence legions like the Ultramarines and such, which are also Segmentum Pacificus, right? Or no, not that backwards. Uh, my galactic cartography is rusty. But anyway, because on the board of these two segmentums, they go, this is a great opportunity. Let's really get these guys loyal to us. So they go, hey, yo, would you like your infrastructure to be improved? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we want improved infrastructure. Okay. Um, join the Imperium, swear oaths of loyalty to Mars, and we will start sending you new Titans. They go, oh, that's fantastic. Bring them. And they get Titans. The problem is, um, as the crusade goes on and these guys are out marching, they their uh, replacement titans and reinforcements keep getting delayed, caught up. Oops, we sent that titan to the wrong um, legio. Give us like six solar months and we'll send it your way. And these little things all add up and they get really fed up with it. And they still have not been given replacement STCs. So they're very upset about this. They feel strung along and used because they are strung along and used. And in the final lead-up to the heresy itself, all of a sudden, they're getting a lot of stuff. Some of it's unmarked stuff getting shipped to them. And not long after, the heresy breaks out. Um, now, their Forge World actually has amazing industrial output. And um, they get the patterns for a rare Lehman Rust variant. And they basically outfit the entire Segmentum with their Lehman Russes. Yeah. Um, so hey, does it tell you what? Let me see. Uh, it does not say what the pattern is, which is very upsetting because I would love to know like what Lehman Russ was being made. Like, is it the Vanaheim pattern? Yeah. But, 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 is it, is it like Omega? Like, does it tell you like? Does it tell you at least what like what the weapon? It doesn't say anything. Just um, Erdash? world is to Erdash. Including uh, Lehman, how do you spell Lehman? Lehman. All right, it's keep like talking. Lemon, but with an A. Lehman rust patterns. Um, but yeah, so basically, this whole time leading up, they've been um, basically abused. They've been told, "I'll give you nice things." They got a taste. They got taken away. It's like, "Hey, you want to join this uh, rebellion we got going?" They're like, "Yeah, I want to rebel. I want to actually get the good shit." So they rebel and. The problem is, while they're supplying a lot of the Warmaster's efforts in the Segmentum Pacificus, they themselves aren't directly causing any issues. So they go under the radar for the first couple years of the heresy. Hmm. And basically, it's not until like mid-heresy with the Cataclysm of Iron that they actually um, reveal truly their hand and just assault Forge wor- um, rival Forge Worlds. Um, so it's a smaller Titan Legio. I think at their height, it says they had 85 Titans and they mainly have the, the mainline Titans, the Reavers, the Warlords and the Warhounds, literally a handful of, um, the Warbringer being included at the height of their strength. Um, so these guys very much have not great selections, but what's cool about them is that to make up for their lack of Titan strength, they ended up making a combined arms deployment style, 
where they had their own basically like house guard roll out with them that was equivalent in um, training and equipment to the Solar Auxilia, which are like the elite of the elite of mortal forces. And apparently these forces, known as Tempest Throngs, were arguably more effective than the Titans themselves on the battlefield. Oh, wow. So uh, if, if they drop Epic Heresy, that'd be, a, that'd be a cool thing to do as a little project. And uh, that concludes our little fluff lesson on them. Let's dive into the rules. So the first Legio trait is Trifling Pain. Um, essentially, um, the Unbroken Lords, they've been brought to the brink of extinction before. They're not going to let a little bit of pain slow them down now. Okay. So when acting in the movement phase... They could ignore a single critical damage effect. So essentially, they could ignore one effect. Not one damage location, but one effect of being damaged. So if you have, you know, stabilizers damaged, you could ignore that. Or if you have immobilized, you can ignore it. Ironically, if you're immobilized, you're more agile than you have one or two, I think the second tier. Because tier three of leg impairment is just straight up immobilized. Mm. And tier two is your half speed and turns, I think. I believe that's correct, yeah. I forget. But yeah, like, so they can ignore one critical damage effect, and odds are that's going to be a movement-based one. Although I guess you could even do, like, um, a moderati wounded effect if you're on first fire, because it's any critical damage effect in the movement phase. Yeah, it doesn't actually have to be a movement one. Yeah. It's just there's not as many that would be useful. But yeah, you could do something yeah, like, different. Yeah. And it's during the activation, so having your shields back when they're shut down, I don't think really helps much. I'm not sure how that would even work. So yeah. Wait a minute. Um, Couldn't you? Hold on. Da, 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 da. Okay, void shield collapse, the critical effect. Um, does that knock your void shields to zero? Yes. Or does it just? Oh, okay, it does. Never mind. That. Yeah, okay. it does. Yeah. So well, basically, it lets you ignore like Moderati princeps. You know, those wounded effects. Well, you could have no, no ignore... Because the other ones don't really matter in the movement phase. Yeah. That's nice. But it's a two-part rule. That's only part one. Part two is they can repair critical damage effects on a four-up instead of a five-up. Ooh. I this like is that. because they've become experts at jury-rigging their titans. <laughs> because they had a thousand years without a single new titan being minted. Um... So yeah, they're they're good at fixing their shit. This Why is a great traitor endurance based legion. This heavily reminded me of um, orcs a little bit. Oh, that's a good shout. Next time uh, right? our resident orc goes, when the stop was coming, I'm gonna tell him. Uh, here's your legio. Enjoy. Yeah, this sounds a very much like an orc player would love this. But anyway, yeah. The next legio trait, envious. So because they've been so starved of resources, when they see a Titan Legio with better resources, they're like, damn, I really hate that guy. I think it might knock his face off. So they add one to all command checks made by their Titans. So on at least one enemy Titan on an equal or larger scale, then their own is visible to them. So the Warhounds, oh, I see an enemy Warhound or bigger. Yeah, I'm going to go kill that. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm motivated to do shit. Um, Reavers, Reavers to War, Reavers and Warlord, so on. Um, this is nice because the Titans that most struggle with their command checks are the ones that are most likely to get benefits off of this. Warhounds are almost guaranteed to get it, 
bring them from a five up to a four up for, for command checks, which brings them from a very dicey territory to an okay, I could kind of count on this. Um, Reavers go from I could, I could kind of count on this to this is fairly dependable out of three up. And if you get it on a warlord, then it's might as well be your princess because it's got a two up. I and that is. I like this. I don't love command checks, but that's not a bad trait. Exactly, this is better than the last one. It's better when it helps my traits, my command checks, than hurts yours, because then at least I know that I'm taking it. I know it's something that I want, and it's like you had this other cool rule, and this is as a nice bonus. It's not like super strong, but it's good enough that yeah, you'll get it off on some of your little ones maybe when you need it. Where the other one was like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, you don't take any negatives, but that's all you get. But what if there are no negatives? Then what? Yeah. I'd rather have a plus it's than trait. stopping a negative. This one's good. This one's nice. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not like, oh my god, plus one. Oh, my life has changed. But like, it's nice. It's a nice little bump. Yeah. All right. And that, those are our traits. Um, already, this is actually shaping up to be a fairly decent Legio. Like, it's playable. Absolutely. This is playable. Um, Apparently, a lot of anything is fucking playable at this point. <laughs> Not wrong. All right. Um, they have one Legio specific stratagem called Endurance Beyond Limit. This is a pricey one coming in at three strategy points. This strategy may be purchased by any Legio Demisium player. Play it in the start of the combat phase where any units are activated. It, the player may immediately make a repair roll for each Titan. Rolling a d6 number equal to half the servitor clades, rounding up. Okay. Not terrible. It means reavers go from three dice to two dice. Warhounds get one die, which is okay. And warlords go from four to two. So reavers get the most proportional benefit out of this. But three is expensive. Three is very expensive. This is a big game strategy. Point out that it's much more valuable on the larger shit than it is on the smaller shit. So if you're taking like you know a Regia Maniple or a Mandatum, I feel like this would be a lot more valuable. Um, it's for that equally party. effective on Corsair because it's half rounding up, and Warlords have four, Reavers have three. Either way, the Titans get two each. Two, yeah, it's a, it also it's it's another repair. So okay. I mean, going to loyalist real quick. Oh, I'm never going to say no to, to repairs. Yeah, this well, is expensive. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just, the th but here's the mm, There have been times in a game where I'm like, I don't get the repair that I need. Or, so let me see here. A warlord has four. It's good yeah. in the mid to late game. Yeah, it I, is I, I good think like it's great to like, throw up that void shield if you need, or maybe even repair that void shield if now you had the void shield. I, think you I would at least play a 1,500-point game before I considered this one. Oh, absolutely. But it is good. It's definitely a powerful effect. It's just expensive. So it's hard to fit it into smaller games, where it's also proportionally less impactful because you have less Titans that this is going off on. Yeah. This is one of those army wide. Here's a here's a buff things. But do you take this over other stratagem options? Another reason Maybe. to play bigger games. It's less. Ooh, oh no. What do I take instead? Because you can take both in a big game, right? I mean, you have like five, six points to play with. In a small game, this would be your everything. 
and that's generally not great. In a small Maybe game, you always, would, always would, take thermal lines. I would take this, yeah. I would take this at a 1750 game because I feel like if you need it and everyone always needs that extra repair, especially in the mid to late game, but I feel like if you need it, I think it's I think it's valuable for that three. But you got to start hitting that seventeen fifty point limit, or else it's just I think in my opinion it's just useless. Right. And then their war gear. This is where the orc flavor really comes out. I'm surp- I am shocked these guys aren't painted bright green with red stripes to go faster. Um, all right, secondary plating. Any Legio Demisium Titan would take secondary plating for ten points. The first critical hit a Titan with this upgrade receives is downgraded to a devastating hit instead. As soon as this happens, the war gear is lost for the rest of the battle. This is nice. It means that you're, you could laugh at the first warp missile every game. And generally, you only get one warp missile. Or five if you're playing, you know, the silly Corsair. I don't think and it's, it's game-breaking. But it's also, exactly, it's only yeah, 10 yeah, points. Okay. I got 10 spare points. Done. Yeah, not a dud. It's not a default, but it's not a dud. No, it, it's it's fine. If you know, if you want to play this, it's Legio, not going to help fine. against massed small attacks, but yeah. it will save your ass from a melted cannon. All right, moving on to the Legio specific personal traits. First up, we have Beyond Death. When this princess suffers catastrophic damage, make a command check for the Titan before rolling on the cash shock damage table. If successful, do not roll on the table. Uh-oh, Dan says. But I like rolling on the table. I like it when my Titan goes boom. Yeah, when it goes boom. Enjoy that. So if you're successful on this check, um, you move the Titan D6 inches in any direction of your choice. Okay. Um, stop before it collides with anything. And then you immediately suffer a magazine detonation. <laughs> I like it. I like it already. I think yep. this would be great as a strat instead of a warlord trait. Yeah. Or rather a princeps trait. But this is a funny ability. Yes. I would absolutely take this as a strat. For one point, two points I'd even consider it. As as a as a strat, I feel like it would be like a ooh, do I really want to just give up my warlord like that for a cheap explosion? The no, answer might be like, the answer might be yes. The answer might be yes. Like get a like get a, get a cheap warhound as your princess. Just ram it down their throat with a plasma or something. I don't know. Don't love it, but it is funny. If it's, it, listen, if it's not if it's the best print caps trait out of the out of the three, I'm not disappointed. Yeah, that's fair. But Dan, you're like this next one even better. Or maybe you'll hate it. Bitter soul. The princess of Titan does not have their speed. When they suffer a hit from a quake weapon that is not deflected by their shields. Nor do they pivot when they suffer a hit from a concussive weapon that is not deflected by their shields. Oh, wow. Eat your heart out, Legio Kratos. Yeah, that's... They don't that's care. A... They just go. Okay. That could be fun on a melee build because you're, you're not slowing that down unless you take out those legs. And if a secondary plating, you ignore that first crit. That has some play to it. And uh, the third one, Limitless. Once per game during the combat phase, the Princeps' Titan may make a weapon attack with any and all of its disabled weapons as if they were not disabled. 
Whoa. And you don't take a strength 10 hit to the body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for like, and bad the bad part. part. Oh, no bad part. Okay. Wait. Back a few it's people. once per game, but you don't take damage. And it's with all of your weapons. Well, all of your disabled weapons. Disabled weapons. Probably just one. And it has to be disabled. But there's no downside other than the situational aspect of it. Yeah. At least you're I, not punching yourself in the face to do it. I mean, it, it's heedless rage, but better. Because you're not yeah, hurting yourself. And it it's all of them. It's better. Because heedless rage was also uh, melee. Yep. The only drawback is you can't do it every turn. Oh, no. You'll probably fix it if it's a melee weapon anyway. So the every turn thing doesn't matter for the other one. And for this one, I mean, if weapons are disabled, either you're really lucky or you're close to dead anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no like penalty to hit or anything. It's not terrible. I do think my favorite, though, of these three is Bitter Soul on a melee build because it just means you could get there and they can't stop you. Yes. It, it, it's the most yeah. universally useful of those. Yep. I'm... I mean, true. Many times you won't be facing a Legio that has those weapons because Power Fists, I don't rate them that highly, at least. I don't no. think most people in our group do. And then Quake Cannons have, will have other targets on the table. But still, it's, it's something and it's usable. I'm... They're not phenomenal, but they're no. not duds. I'm worried that because of how much we disliked the previous Legio, that is making us look at these guys with some rose-colored glasses. They're very... Just this entire series with that Legio. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, how amazing is this? I get plus three no. inches to my melter range at short. Someone already made a comment that like I'm like the golden retriever of the fucking podcast, and I'm always so optimistic and happy. The fact that Legio made me visibly upset is is sh- should give you enough of a... Of a uh, warning about that Legio. These guys are very average to me. Um, yeah, it's I, I don't think their stuff is, is great in any way, but it's not bad. Being able, They're good at repairing, and that's a very useful skill and ability to have because you are going to need to repair stuff. You are going to take damage. You are going to heat up. You are going to lose shields. So it's just kind of all around useful. Um, their second plating is nice. The princep tapes are fine. I I think you still might take book stuff, but they're fine. That it's not a feel bad. You take this guy. You take these guys. You take some of their stuff, and I think you're you feel okay. You and don't feel great because there's some legios where you feel great. How do these guys? And look? then their scheme. This is one of those top half, bottom half schemes. Uh, top half is like a cream bone color. Bottom half is this nice royal purple. Is that royal purple? That's a bit it, light for royal I purple. I think so. More of a... I don't know my purple terms well Emperor's enough. Children purple. It's what? Emperor's children purple. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I feel like when they made this, it's like, hey, this is this almost looks like... Um, what's that one from um, Prospero? Thanos the one. Blacks? The Zek? Zestio Blacks? Zestio Backs. They almost look like Zestio Backs. I'm sure someone got really excited when they saw the pictures of these and then went, oh, wait, it's not Zestio Backs. I really hope they do a Black Shield book with Zestio Backs in it because people have been crying for that. 
since this game dropped. Yeah. That's a Legio that has fan backing where even if its rules were shit, people would play it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that concludes Demisium. Yeah, very, very okay. All right, Dan, All I right. think you got the uh, last lead yeah, here for us. And the only reason I'm taking the last one, to be quite honest, is I noticed that they're... they're it said the word custodes. That's all oh. I had to say. It said custodes. No, 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 no. I noticed, even before that, because I'm such a nerd, I noticed the word arachnus, and I'm like, huh, that's a custodes weapon. And then I saw custodes, and I'm like, oh, hello. Then Dan finished reading the sentence. Yeah, I know, yeah. They have an interesting backstory. Also, uh, Legio Tritonis, or what's their other name? Do they have another name? The Dark, Dark Tide. Tide. Oh, that's kind of neat. Okay, emo nineties emo band. Mind. Well, yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so these guys hail from uh, uh, basically Arachnus. Um, fun fact: they were independent, completely one thousand percent independent. Uh, and they ex- they heavily, heavily, heavily resisted any integration into the Imperium. Um, and they only surrendered. They actually fought the Imperium for quite some time, believe it or not, and held out. Um, but eventually they were brought in. Um, and they actually worked really well and they started selling weapons to the Custodes. Um, basically because they they focus in on laser technology. So, a little side note, Custodes have a weapon known as the Arachnus uh, Laser Blaster, and it's essentially a high-powered but condensed LAS cannon. Um, it's just a better LAS cannon. That's the nicest way to put that. Um, but yeah, no, so they started basically selling these blaze cannons and storm cannons, into uh, the Custodes forces to kind of garner respect with the Emperor. Um, and f- in fact, a lot of people thought that they were the most loyal of all the legions. Of course, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, so, kind of cutting a long story short, essentially, uh, when the heresy popped out, um, Arachnus kind of was secret about it. Um, because they didn't want anyone to know what they were doing because they were making money. Uh, but then they figured out that people, they were actually selling weapons to the, to the war master. Um, and so they are traitor. Um, because basically they just plundered resources. They basically plundered resources. They stole, they stole resources and then like resold it for a higher margin. They're almost like, they're almost like they're the pirates. marketing legio. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't even say pirates. It's like, they're, what entrepreneurs? Yeah, almost weird. The, the entrepreneurs who steal. Yeah, and they are extremely like bloody. Like they, the, um, it does make mention that they they very almost like Mortis kind of fears them a little bit, only because they literally just snuff everything out. War crimes don't make sense to them. Everyone is is guilty. If the entire like planet is raised, then you've done a good job. Kind of nonsense. That's why they're called Dark Tide because they're literally just snuffing out all hope. Okay. Gosh. I really like that new um, what's it called? Left for Dead knockoff. Yeah. Okay. 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 What is this? Legio trait, Tide of Iron. Any Legio Tritonis maniple may select a Warlord Titan in place of any Reaver Titan as part of its mandatory components. 
Note that for the purposes of the Mandible rules, the replacement Titan does not count as the Titan as the type is replaced, and they did that on purpose. Um, all right, so you could take a Warlord instead of a Reaver. It's not bad. If, if oh, you I like can. the heavier Titans, it's it, pretty good. Yeah, like the heavier Titans. Yeah. I forget. Corsair does not specify Reaver Titans, No, right? it does not. It does so you not. can have Disco Warlords? Yes, you can Disco Warlord. Woo! That's immediately what I thought when I read this. That's kind of funny. I like that. Is it good? Probably not. I mean, it helps overcome one of the downsides of a Warlord Titan. Six-inch sidestepping Warlord is a fucking scary thing. No, 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 no. Not your booster move. Oh, that's only... Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's only four inches, but still four inches sideways. Is that extra inch over boosting and going sideways? Okay. I like it. it. It's Listen, it's good. It's not, like, amazing... It's not bad. It's not meh. It's good. If you like, if you want to take a warlord, yeah. take a warlord have a reaver. It just gives you more options in a build. Yeah. It's literally like, like. Oh, they have two Legio traits. Oh, okay. Oh, Second Legio trait. No, I don't. I like to. I like to react in the moment. You don't even raise uh, your senses. So I don't have an unboxing channel. What Legio trait? Right. What I just read Legio trait. How much more there? But so revel in slaughter. Add one to the result of all command checks made by Leg- friendly Legio Tritonis Titans for each enemy Titan previously destroyed during this battle to a maximum of three. You know what? Okay. Okay. Um, I There's a reason why I don't like it, but it's probably going to be for a very specific reason. Um, Go for it. It, it. I think it directly contradicts the first Legio trait. Hear me out. So... Reavers and Warlords have generally a high command, right? So you're looking at threes or twos, right? This would mostly help Warhounds. But you don't want to take Warhounds. You want to take Reavers and Warlords. I I agree that I'm not a big fan. I don't exactly agree with the same exact reason why. Part of my reason is, again, it's the for all the Titans that you've killed up to a max of three. Okay, so... You know, maybe after like turn one or two, maybe you'll have a plus one. If you're getting to the point where you're getting your plus three, you're probably either there's nothing left on the board between you and your opponent, so getting pluses won't matter, or you might be beating them so much because now you've killed three of their titans. I don't know if this bonus is going to do that much for you overall. I can see with these where you get to replace the Reaver even into some other um, some other maniples where maybe the thing is since it doesn't count as the Reaver you won't get the Reaver's ability but Knife maybe you just want maybe you just want to be able to take it. That's true. It opens up more options. It's like a, I want a Warlord but I can't fit in a Warlord and this maniple's minimum. At least I could swap out. The Reaver for a Warlord, if yeah. I wanted to give just the Warhounds the bonus, or what have you. Or, or since it doesn't count, it would still like, work like disco... um, Axiom is a Warlord, Reaver, Warhound. You could do double Warhound, sorry, double Warlord with the Warhound. Hey, they all still benefit, because that benefit doesn't require you to be a Reaver to get it. You know, stuff like that. Uh, any other ones that are good? Or Janissary, you could do, you could do that if you want. It would work with that because you don't have to be a Reaver to do the ability. Mm-hmm. You know, th- th- there's some uses there. I do understand your dislike of it. I dislike it for a different it's reason. Just, it, to me, it's like I'm, I'm going to be playing with the bigger Titans because of the Legio trait. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. 
No, no, I, I agree. Okay, listen, it, it, again, is it bad? <laughs> no, it's meh. This is this is a meh for me. Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it's a meh for me. It's a meh. It's not good. It's just it, it's okay. But it's it the extra. A couple silly builds, but that's it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's the extra. They have another trait, and then you get a meh trait, and the first trait could give you some cool options. So that's something. Like, together it forms like, okay, they have a trait. Yeah. Basically. It's like two half traits. All right. Legio specific strat. Oh, it's a three. All right, boy. Here we go. Legio specific stratagem. Stygian Veil. Or Stygian Veil. This this stratagem can be purchased by the Legio Tritonis player. The play this stratagem during the, any strategy phase. The Legio Tritonis player may immediately pick up to three points anywhere on the battlefield. Each point must be 10 inches away, or at least, sorry, at least 10 inches away from a previous chosen point. Any section of the battlefield within three inches of the chosen points block line of, ooh, block line of sight and any non-Legio Tritonis unit within six inches of one or more points suffer a minus two penalty of any command checks they make. At the start of the end phase, the stratagem effect ends. So it's like three concealment barges in yeah, one. Yeah, in one. But with the additional effect of suffering a minus two to command checks. The three-inch diameter is, I mean, sorry, three-inch radius is kind of annoying. Because it means you can't just plop down a blast template. You have to make a custom yeah. template. But other than that, it's pretty cool. I like, I mean, three strategies is heavy, but it's a really good. I mean, yeah, again, I mean, so this one also the barrage is one, and this is essentially three concealment barrage. Right, exactly, in one. you can't put next to each other, which is okay. It just means you have... You know, you have three points you're messing with. Yeah. Having one place to super mess with. And the minus two command checks and does help. Two, you know this can be against it's, knights? It's, it's kind of, that kind of offsets the minimum distance. Yeah, and this also can be good used against knights. My thing is, it, it's heavily dependent on the board you play on. Yes. So, like, the forest board we played on at the last event, this would be useless, in my opinion. Because we were playing the forest, not as line of sight blocking, but as minus two to shoot through. So you really can't hide anything behind a three-inch blast. At all, and everything was minus two to be shot anyway. But if you're playing like a like an urban board, a city board where you can actually hide shit, and you have like actual like alleyways or buildings that are blocked, you can. This is actually pretty good. This can actually fuck around with your opponent, and especially if you have he has knights, right? If you have knights, places where the knights are going. Um, actually, hold on a second. Honestly, place it behind them so you could shoot them just fine. Here's my 40 k tournament mindset. Are you ready? No. Um, <laughs> Go anyway. um, no, there's a reason why, and it'll yeah. make sense why I'm doing this. Because um, I was thinking about the night player. So, can I place this hmm. in front of my Titan so that if a night player charges me and they get inside the circle, they can't see me? You don't. Understand. Do you, it's so yes. hard to explain without. No, no, I understand what you mean. So my, the question I would have, and maybe this is an obvious question: Do you need line of sight to target someone in melee? I had to make this ruling in my last Titanicus event. Yes, you did, which is why I'm asking the question. What, what was I'm the ruling? I ruled that yes, you do need line of sight because it's an attack, and all attacks require line of sight because melee does not provide any line of sight exceptions. Okay, so because so when when they talk about attack. There's no separation yeah. for melee at all in there. Correct. Okay. Because I... what happened was we had a concealment barrage, and models were entirely inside of it. And I went, well, 
if this template blocks line of sight, you can't see in, true, but you also can't see out, so you can't attack out of it or into it. Which is why I was asking that question, and I agree. So this, I think, is then a little more powerful than I'm giving it credit for, because if you are, I mean, again, you purchase stratagem before the game is played. You know, you, you could say, no, I don't want the stratagem, I want something else. But if you're playing a night player, or let's say like a melee-heavy Titan Legion, um, I, I know I saw this once when I was watching um, Tabletop Standard. On a standard turn, you anticipate tail. getting charged. You go, ha, you can't punch me. Yeah, exactly. I, Tabletop but, Standard had a guy bring in uh, five melee reavers, five melee reavers, and three of them got to close combat. And they And they shredded because they were built to shred. And you could easily place this and be like, nope, can't see me. Sorry. Here's my one issue with that is it means you're, you yourself are going to lose out on a turn of combat. Yes, but it stops them from hitting me. Remember, they're they're charging right, in. Because they have a turn to maneuver that you ne- might not necessarily get because you're so focused on hiding in this bubble. Very true, but it's a good sh- like oh shit button. Yeah, no, it's good to be like oh I need I need to endure this extra turn. Let me just exactly. Hide. And the minus to the minus two penalty, the command checks is still really nice too. Minus two is all right. Because that's what nine uh, inches, nine. three inches plus six inches. Yes, yeah, so that's nine inch of of um, that's nine inches of no, six uh, inches of the edge. Yeah, so not the edge, edge of, of the point. Of the point. Six of the point, not the edge. So it does not no, add up to nine. Uh, one or more. No. Read the, read uh, full sentences. Yeah, any non-legion target within six inches of one or more points of the point. You were saying nine because you were adding it off of the three-inch bubble. It's just six off the point. Okay. There you go. Um, you so if you put this down to save yourself from a charger, you still might not lose your turn. Depends on how close the charger was able to get. If they're able to like base you and get in your way, that's potentially problematic. Well, even then, I mean, you you could still potentially move. There might be some options. Like if they were coming from your side, you pop this to your side. It's still movement phase. Now I go and I push forward. I'm now no longer in it, True. or part of me is not in it. I don't need to center this on me. I need to center this on where you're going to be. Mm-hmm. No, there's, there's definitely gameplay in there. I'm sure someone smarter than me could really abuse the shit out of this. Yeah. Definitely you, a three-pointer. Yeah, you want definitely a good city board. You want to take this when you know you can get some use, when you can block off roads and things like that. For three points, yeah, though, I, I'm I, not I like sold, it. but it's not bad. It's not the worst one. No, no, it, um, it, it's it's interesting, and if you know you play on boards where this could be useful, you could get some play out of this for sure. Even on a non-ideal board, it's useful because a three-inch radius is going to cover any base in the game. So you yeah. could position it just so that you're fully in it, they can't get fully in it, and then, yeah, like you said, you step someone, out of it. Someone gives the first fire order and, and you place it on a, on a fucking warlord on his gun. And say nope, or place it on your own knights. Oh yeah. So when first fires to take out your charging knights, you can't see my knights now. They'll charge in and get you. Well, the problem with that is that strats come before orders. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, that's fine. But let's face it: if I'm in the right position, you know full oh, well that I'm going to try to charge, yeah. and you're going to try to first fire. Hundred percent. Yeah, I and might stop you then for first fire. Order to play out of your opponent, which is in its which is itself useful. Yeah. All right, Legion-specific rule uh, war gear, radioactive warheads. 
any Legio Tritonis Titan armed with either Apocalypse Missile Launchers or again Apocalypse Missile Launchers, Jesus, or an Apocalypse Missile Launcher may be equipped with radioactive warheads for twenty five points. Radioactive. Oof. Radioactive. They are radi- ra- radioactive, though. Oh, God. Yeah, they are radioactive. So radioactive, but not radioactive it's radioactive. Points. Yeah. So long as the Titan does not already have an upgrade affecting this weapon. All right. So the same as the last one. All right. Each weapon uh, a Titan is armed with must be upgraded separately. When making the attack with this weapon, with this upgrade against a target with an active void shield, each hit rolls uh, each hit roll of a six counts as two hits. Oh, so it gives it's it rapid. rapid fire on an apocalypse missile launcher with twenty five points. Um, it's rapid fire, but without the stipulation that it has to be on not sixes only. Oh, it doesn't say natural to hit. You are right. No, no, no. Maybe. I mean, like, with rapid fire, if you need a six to hit, you don't get rapid fire. That's true. This, oh, okay. even if you need the six to hit. But here's the thing, it doesn't... Hold on, I need to see the rapid trait. The, the rapid trait specifically states also that it's a natural six, right? I, like think, everything, uh... I think everything in this game is a natural. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I, unlike 40k, I don't think they distinguish here. It's just okay, that good. is what no, it no, is, no, yeah. No, no. no, no. Okay, so it's 25 points to put on a Warlord. Um, Which is the only spot you would put it. Yeah. I think cost That's one on average. So you're rolling 10 dice. That's on average a little over, uh, not quite two. It's like 1.6 or something like that. So you're getting between one to two. So you're getting essentially one to maybe two extra hits. I mean, you could roll really good. You could roll yeah, and get three yeah, sixes and do well, but I think it's uh, too expensive. Yeah, that's what I'm... So the reason I'm thinking it's not too expensive, there's... So I'm falling... I'm, like, literally falling between both arguments okay, because I'm able... The reason is because I'm able to fit two tracking aspects in my list. And tracking aspects are 20 points a pop. So that's 40 points that I just put on war gear. So, and that's because I take two Warlords. The Legio trait is select, you know, a Warlord Titan to place, uh, to replace a Reaver Titan. So you can only have one Warlord. Um, You could have more than one because there's Legio. I know, I know, but I'm just thinking like, maybe you build towards like one Warlord in a Reaver Maniple. And this is what you give him for 25 points. Yeah. And he's like, no, like, okay, like, I, I don't know if it's too expensive or not, is the thing. I think it's too expensive for what it does. You pay 20 points for something that ignores, uh, you know, essentially a to hit modifier. A, a one, but a to hit modifier, essentially. This is 25 points for, on average, I will cause one extra hit to your shields. Because it's also only on active void shields. It won't actually help when the shields are down. Now, you're... you're APOC missiles probably aren't going to do anything when the shields are down anyway, but if they got some damage on you, fire it. I just, I, I don't, I think it's too much. 20 maybe, or 15, but unless you roll amazing on that one roll, it's, yeah. it might not feel good. And if you don't roll any sixes, you're you're going to feel like it was a big waste. But the times I've shot a Mega Bolter and seen like four sixes on out of the six dice. Agree. I'm, it can happen. This is the this kind thing of that spike hard. Yeah, you, you you're going to love it when it spikes for you, and you're going to say, "Why did I waste my points when it spikes against you?" 
And the problem is when you're rolling 10 dice and you're looking for a single number on it, any roll is, you know, statistics don't occur in small amounts. They occur when you large amounts of things. So you're going to go a game where you never get one. And then you're going to do another game one time where you fired it four times and got like 12 extra hits or something crazy, you know, or, or well above that, if that's too close to it. I just think it's, I think it's too many points. They're very expensive Legio. The, the yeah. no, I agree in pointing into spikes, though, generally. Because if you don't point into the spikes, then someone's going to leave a game saying that was bullshit. Plus, 25 spare points isn't that hard in this game to get. And it's a great place to dump those spare points. I, I find, in my mind, where it starts becoming a little harder to get is in the earlier books, I agree. If if this Legio was two books ago, three books ago, I agree. The only reason I don't entirely agree now is because now there's a page full of mutations and, and all those sorts of things. Like there's there's a lot of extras now that you can buy and slap on a Titan. Where when I'm looking at 25 points, you better be beating out some of the other stuff I might want to spend those points on. Where before there wasn't all that kind of cost. Yeah, not bad. I'm not sold on it. Come on, good Legio. Uh, sorry, good uh, personal traits. Let's get some good. I mean, personal it's not, traits it's, this Legio's not meh. It's not amazing. It's, it's it's good. All right, tactical genius. While the princess is on the battlefield, the player may re-roll the dice when determining who will be first player. If they do so, the princess titan cannot be activated in the following strategy phase. Hmm. So, the counterpart to this from the generic traits is. At any point in your turn, at the start of the phase, you go, you know what? I'm first player now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's once per game. This is any time this goes on. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, this is nice if you need to fish to have that first activation in a turn. Yeah. But I think the generic one is stronger because you could flip yeah, the word so, between movement and combat phases. Yes, the yeah. generic one I feel is stronger in so far that you can force the opponent to move first and then steal it in the shooting phase. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. But it's only once you can do that. I know. that. That's why I'm like on the fence with this. Yeah. It is it's, not terrible. No, it, it it's, it's again a case of if it does you good, you're going to feel good about your choice. And if you do those rerolls and you keep missing them, or you don't need the rerolls because you're winning the rolls anyway, you might feel like a little bit of waste. Well, if your opponent rolls a 10, then you're not going to bother. And you're going to get into your normal orders anyway. Yeah. But if your opponent rolls like a 3 and you roll a 2, it's like, all right, well, I'm not in a position where I'm not... I might not necessarily want to take an order, but I do want to go first. So yeah, let's gamble it. That's true. You have to make sure you don't want to actually give an order to your princeps. But and, and sometimes the reason you really want to go first is because of the order you want to give a particular titan for what it's going to do. As long as it's true. not them, it's, I could see if you took this Legio taking this over the guarantee one turn. I can absolutely see that. Not bad one. How about how about this vengeful lust? What about that? Yeah, lust for vengeance. Once per once per game, when the print caps titan suffers critical damage, the titan may respond in kind. Oh, okay, cool. After revol- resolving the effects of the attack that caused the critical damage, the print caps titan may immediately make a single attack with any of its non-disabled weapons against the unit that caused the critical damage. If this attack destroys the enemy unit, the opponent's activation ends. 
Huh. Hmm. That's not bad. I do like that, actually. Once per game, you get a free swing back? Okay. Not in, in the middle of someone activating. Yeah. Yeah, it's once they take that. It's whatever caused the critical. When that thing, when that weapon, essentially, I guess what you would say is done. The reason you get I to go. like the reason I like this is because most people, when they lose the activation, it's at the end of the game. They're activating titans that they know are going to die, right? So they want to get their full value out of that titan, right, before it gets popped. It, it, so let's say you activate a warlord before it gets popped. He shoots me, gives me critical to my legs. I go, all right, hold up a second before you target my legs and try to kill me. I'm going to shoot my Gatling Blaster at you, or I'm going to shoot my Plasma Cannon at you, and you kill him. He can't shoot the rest of his weapons. Yeah. I like it. I like it. No, th- that, th- this one is good. Yeah. You know? yeah. It. I understand why it's only a once once per game, but yeah, no, this this one is good. And you, you line up a good a good time to use it. I like this. All right. Let's see what the last one is. Um, Leader of Arachnus. The presence of this print caps within this battle group allows it to, <laughs> allows it to purchase the Legio-specific stratagem Stygian Veil multiple times, with each purchase after the first costing two stratagem points instead of three. And, and again, though the stratagem is played multiple times, it can only be played once per phase. Kind of tasty-ish. Because we did agree that it was a decent pick at three. Because yeah. you got three assemblies. But do, do you want two but for five? You get diminish- it's weird because you have five. diminishing returns on the wow factor, and five is a lot of points. Five is like your points for the game. Point. No, but no, it's strong. You So it's your points for the game. You have one spare. Mm-hmm. You're super. You, you, you have few Flying options with one left. No, concealment mm-hmm. barrage to really block line of sight for a turn. Yeah. It's not the worst thing to have in your playbook. It's not the best trait. Printcaps trades are known, right? They're not secret. They're known. Yeah, so you, someone has this printcap trait, you already know. That's the problem. <laughs> Play yeah. around the fact that he has two, two, three blind barrage, uh, two, three shot blind barrages. But like, that's not necessarily something you're going to be able to play around because. I get to decide when I put them down and what I do with them. Sure. Let's face it, you're probably doing it either reasonably early where they have, you know, their full brunt of their army to bear on you or you're going to do it late because, like, I, I got, like, two Titans left and this one, his shields are down and, he, and he's hurt and all and you're off to my side. You know, you, I don't know if it's something you're going to be able to play around. You'll know I have it and sort of... But if you're taking this Legio, I'm probably going to think you have at least one anyway. Telling me now that yeah. you have two, all right. I already assumed you had one. Like that's if you're playing them, that's probably something that you want. You got to learn to play into this sort of thing. So I still think you take Lust for Vengeance instead. Lust for Vengeance, I think is. I mean, there are so many times when I'm like, I lose initiative, right? And we both have Titans that are both shit. Um, and he wins initiative, kills off that Titan, and it feels bad, because you're like, ah, fuck. You know, he won the initiative, so he gets it. So to be like, all right, no, 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 no. You you did crit damage to me, but you didn't kill me. I'm going to kill you off, you know? That's nice. Yeah. Also, it doesn't specify ranged weapon, by the way, so it no, could it be doesn't. a melee as well. Yeah, yeah, if, if they're close to you, you can swing back with your melee. 
Yeah, it doesn't care the type of weapon. And their color scheme is nice. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I didn't even look at uh, Yeah, I, it, it muted colors. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. I enjoy sense. muted colors. The, the, the uh, dark tide, yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, yeah, that's that's it. Oh, man. It's so, <laughs> so many Legios. Oh, my God. Right. We made it halfway through, guys. Good job. Yeah. Loyalists. Yeah. Um, big winner. Who's the big winner? I'm so wowed by um, Scoria's crew. Yes. I'm blanking on the name. Bulchurum, the Gore Crows. I'm still wowed by them. I'm like I like the Gore Crows. I like the twins. Yeah. Uh, the twin Legion. Um, I like Legion Furion. I like Legion Furion. Um, I don't remember their damn name. They were at the very beginning. The one that we were like, oh, yeah, they're Death Guard. The Noxious Fumes assholes. You did that one, too. Did I? Oh, Wasn't yeah. that Mordaxis? Well, Mordaxis, yeah. Get, make the blast bigger. Yeah, that was yes, the last yeah. episode. Mordaxis. Mordaxis is another one. Um, Yeah. I, those are my top three, top four. The Twins. Volpa I like, too. I do like Volpa. The, they're neat. I, just, I think their stuff doesn't feel quite as strong to me, but they're neat. If only yeah. because of their paint scheme would I get them in like yeah. a top. Honestly, sort of the reason I feel like they're a little more stronger now is because of the stratagems. Is because of the new strategy. They didn't have they didn't have the stratagems originally when when they first came no. out. No, it it, it uh, is better because of that. Still not amazing, yeah. but it now is you better. Can, like warp jump a fucking a Volpa, super duper reaver that could hit you basically on twos. Ugh. And we we know we I don't I won't bother asking which one's the big loser or big losers because we know that one. No, there's only one. Because mm. yeah. here's the funny part. I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm trying to review, as I was talking about how shit that Legion was. Hmm. I was literally reviewing the history in my head of like, have we ever distastefully talked about a Legion this badly before? No. And I literally cannot remember on this podcast a single time where we were like, wow, this Legion fucking blows balls. Yeah. I man. literally cannot remember. There's and ones where we weren't as, as sold on, like in Furnace, we weren't necessarily sold on because like, man, you better love templates because if not, they ain't going to do much for you. But, like, still like, but okay, it's okay. But you still love templates. It works. Yeah. This Legion was like, you can't love anything because none of it fucking worked. You, you better love that yeah. paint scheme. And you better love no, like oh, ridiculous yeah. names. That's all I got. I wonder mm. what the story is. I wonder why it's like such a shit legion. Uh, so I, I, maybe what? Someone, maybe my thought. The comments will, maybe. <laughs> what, what, what I what I believe they do. I, you know, you know, it's it's no secret that this game was first kind of made for like the love of what it could be and like oh we'll put it out whatever. Oh man, this game got popular. Okay, we got to do more. I I think. One, I think for specialist games, I don't think GW gives them a lot of help. So I think it's probably a very small crew. Two, I think when you have sort of smaller groups, play testing and coming out with rules and things like that, you can get very insular with what you do and not noticing in the larger grand scheme of it. Um, it could mm -hmm. be in the people who were play testing it and going through it that like... Well, was it because theirs was what apoc missiles and you disable them and all right 
Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It, it could be that in their playgroups, when they're playtesting this stuff, that APOC missiles are just crushing people. Because maybe everyone brings a bunch. And maybe, you know, if you have, say, 10 people playing a game, you could, and you could say several of them are taking this, you could say, hey, man, this thing's, you know, super good. We're taking it. We're seeing what it does. We better have the points on that. Where then you go out to the much larger group you go out and, and put it into the world to play it and like that's not the option that people want or they look and say well, i'll never do that i'll just go for this other option instead you know for an extra 20 points now i'm looking at you know gatling blasters or, or, or something like that I, I i think part of it is the amount of people that have play test it i think it could be the proclivities for those who play test it as well as they're just doing probably what they think is cool they might not be worried about fair i don't want to necessarily use the word fairness but fairness between legios you know as i wouldn't say necessarily as competitive players but players who want to be able to compete want to be able to feel like i bring my army of the set amount of points you bring your army of the set amount of points and we're going to have a good game because we're reasonable to each other i don't know how much they put into that thought because i would say in these legios there are definite winners there's several that are, you know, you know, not necessarily losers, and then a loser overall. So, yeah. I also think that in this group, they might be playing bigger games Could than be. the general population does, because a lot of the narrative scenarios, like, yeah, you know, this side brings a thirty-five hundred point force, and it's like, whoa, we play like seventeen fifty to two k. What's yeah. going on here? Yeah, we don't got all day. <laughs> Britain be Britain. Yeah, they go to pubs and they drink beer and they play, which is something they I travel wish like five minutes when God, they fall out of their bed and into the game shop, whereas yeah, we travel like I, an hour, two hours. God, I wish I could do that. I open a game store with like beer, right? In a in a gastro pub, kind of like Warhammer World. Oh God. That'd be so cool. So where where do we go from here? Is our goal to finish out some other stuff in this trader book? Because there's some other stuff to talk about. I was gonna say we could combine the corrupted titans with the um, stratagems. There's not a chance right? we're gonna be able to do all that at once. That's a lot. Yeah. Of strategy, not a chance. And there's a lot of um, mutated titans. Well, no, we're, I'm, I was gonna focus on the the traitor ones. You know, yeah, you don't have to focus on the general oh, ones. Traitor specific strats, maybe. Okay. There's yeah. A lot of corrupted, you know, no, it's only two pages. There, there was yeah, a day. There's like. 20 per page. There was a day when I thought we were going to get through six Legios of recording. <laughs> There's not a chance we're doing both of those at once. Oops. Only four at a time. Yeah. And even that gets tight sometimes. Yeah, it That's does. Brilliant. I was going to say, Corrupted and... Um, corrupted and the... Uh, and uh, Man, I can't... Warrior? And, uh, no, and, and Chaos. And Chaos-specific stratagems. Because all the rest of it is shared. All the rest of it is universal. Okay. So, so the idea for for those listening is we'll we'll go through the other things that are specific in this book, and then we'll start taking a look at the loyalist book, which I actually yeah. don't have. I have not looked well, at I any of those ones. Yes, I have it. All right, I have it. good. We'll 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 share some stuff around for that. So yeah. All right. Uh, anything else then this evening, gentlemen? No, just you know, that was good. this was fun. I yeah. do believe that's everything. Just don't. Don't play that one, Legio, and you're fine. If you do, so if you do listen to this and say on 
especially on the YouTube because that's where you can put comments. Put down what you like about them. I'm curious. I mean, if, if you love them, go for it. Have fun. But I'm curious if anyone actually plays it. What uh, what the draw is? Work. Yeah, oh yeah, and if you make you know, it work, maybe, like what do you do? Like maybe. Oh no, here we go. Wait, 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 wait. I got it. The story got it. is don't no, 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 be no, no, a no, gatekeeper. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, okay, Dan. Well, it's like that one in every ten thousand game scenario. Yeah. Legio versus Legio, you get plus two strategy points. Uh huh. Okay. So they have so five to play with. So they're the most generic Legio to give you strategy points without feeling bad about taking none of their shit. Oh my but God. you also get no good out of it. I'd rather take no Legio and get a and not deny give you your a bonus. opponent with two points. Yeah. Yeah. Now oh. I out now I out stratagem point you. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. But it, it's for that guy that wins too many games. Like, here, take this Legio, it's your handicap. So the rest of us can get a chance. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Well so we'll 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 call it there. And that'll do it for us tonight. As always, we want to thank you for listening, especially if you are a fan of some of the Legio, especially in this one, the ones that we're a little bit harder on. Um, if so, especially if you are going through the YouTube channel for this, feel free to leave comments and discuss with us, just as we brought up the ways in which you make them work or the strengths that you find in those particular Legios. For next week, obviously, uh, GW had its big set of reveals, including all kinds of things for Heresy. So this upcoming week, that's going to be the crux of our discussion. As always, have some good hobbying and some great gaming.